Blog Talk Radio. Oh, I say it, I say it again. You've been had. You've been took. You've been hoodwinked. Bamboozled. Let us spray. Run on muck. This is what he does. It's just confused, y'all. It's just a whole bunch of confusion 
out here today, man. The temptations had that right in the sack, man. It's just a fall of confusion. But how y'all doing out there one more time, man? How y'all doing out there? Welcome into one more time to Culture Freedom Radio Network right here on this Friday night, y'all, with Freedom Friday with Culture Freedom Radio Network. And tonight we just have a, uh open line conversation, and we just have going to have uh, some various topics of conversation, shall I say, just various topics of conversation. Nothing, and I got to do my Martin the King, y'all. Nothing in particular that we're going to talk about today. I like that. I like that. I told you I like that. They even how you say particular. But anyway, uh, yeah, nothing in particular that we're going to talk about. Well, I do have some things that I'm going to throw out on the table. Uh, I know two things. You know, we got to get into a little politics, talk about a little politics, as some I've heard this said before. Uh, we're going to talk tonight to bring up some stuff about this skin lightning uh, cream and soap and things of this nature. Uh, you know, out here happening because I've seen some stuff um What's his name? Prince Henry and uh, Megan Margot seem to be getting some flack because they have invested in the company Olay, um, dealing with skin lighting, um, you know, investing in that. Uh, yeah, so I've been getting into this stuff, and, you know, and we're going to get into that right there and the skin, skin, and, you know, we're going to get into some stuff tonight. Um, hmm, y'all know Joe Biden and. Uh, them, but he signed. I think he signed it the other day. The 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 COVID nineteen hate crime bill. You know, dealing with the as they say, the Asian and the uh, island Pacificers. Yeah, thing man, this new law called the COVID nineteen hate crime bill. Huh? I damn show sure black folks saying, where's I damn be all this sign to say, well, the hate crime against us. Since, you know, it, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just throwing it out here, y'all, because since so-called black folks, since so-called black Americans carried his ass, yeah, carried his ass over the threshold for victory in the election against uh, Donald Trump. Now, because I got to say they carried this because now they said it wasn't. Can I say this on the radio without getting in trouble? I hope. Because uh, I don't want to be under that damn new thing they got. Uh, what was that? That new investigation they got going into the Capitol investigation, you know, for conspiring with Donald Trump. I might be under investigation, but I'm going to say it in the house just for topical conversation. Eh? Since they said that the election wasn't stolen, right? They said it wasn't stolen. You know, it was, it was, it was a fair deal. So since black folks so-called, because they were the majority of black people who, I mean, people who voted for him, because you know what the saying is. And I, but I mean by they carried him, because they say black people are the backbone of the Democratic Party. So he was carried on their backs, since black people supposed to be the backbone. Y'all get it. Y'all get it. So they gave him the numbers that he needed, that he needed to so-called win the election. So, um... And we know a lot of this has been that happened in this country with racism toward so-called African Americans, so-called Black people in America. Um, but goddamn, you know, it's, it's, it's just been going around here, and 
you try to walk to a building. What are you doing in this building? You can't, you don't belong here. You, you know, you're trying to, you know, walk in the park. The lady with the dog, damn near about to kill the dog, going to call the police on you because you don't belong in here. Uh, the young brother in the neighborhood the other day when, when the, what was it, the military guy. What are you doing around here? You don't live in the neighborhood. Find out the guy live in the neighborhood because he, I guess he wasn't supposed to live in that neighborhood because he was so-called black, right? I guess, I guess y'all, you know, so we have a lot of racism things going on in this nature. But goddamn, goddamn, Joe Biden ain't raise his voice or seem to say a damn thing. He ain't even uh, promised to stroke his pen to sign a bill. He ain't, he ain't, he ain't through a flea flicker, y'all. Mm-hmm. He ain't through a flea flicker like he was going to sign some kind of bill or even make a promissory note or IOU to sign a hate crime bill against so-called black folks in America. But I guess they're going to say, well, shit, how many hate crime bills y'all want us to sign? We don't. We gave y'all civil rights. We don't sign this bill. We don't do whatever. What else y'all want us to sign? Hmm? But anyway. At uh, <laughs> 903, I will be coming in. I'm coming at you. Uh, we just want to just get some stuff laid out, some little uh, formats and things laid out. Then we're going to get to the phone line. So just hang tight with us and bear with us for a minute as we lay some things down on the line. Um, last week, we had a great show. We had a great show. Well, I think the the, uh, the lady who called in, I want to say, was it Susan or Suzanne? I forget it. Y'all forgive me if I missed get her name great conversation that's and and that was that's 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 what we talking about great dialogue and i tell y'all man that right there is what they do not want us to have here in america conversations between and i gotta say it y'all but between different so-called racial groups here in america that is what they don't want us to have because why because one thing y'all noticed that we was talking about, right? We was talking about the bullshiggity that's going on between the the so-called, as they say, elitists, those who so-called in high positions in the government and the things that they are doing. They don't want us to talk about – see, now it, because the thing – about race was off the table. We weren't dealing with no, because you black, I'm white, you turquoise, you yellow, you green. We was dealing with the bullshiggity policies and things that uh, would hurt, basically hurting people and, and basically somewhat to enslave us as uh, humans here on the planet. And, and no matter what your so-called colorism were or ethnicity, your nationality, because the goal of the so-called ones at the top to like it was said on the show, to enslave all of us. Now, we think about just so-called black people, what we went through here in shadow slavery. Their goal is to enslave all of us. Will it be shadow slavery? I'm not thinking about it. It won't probably be shadow slavery because y'all don't understand there's many different forms of slavery, what we know as so-called slavery or servitude. Look it up. It's many different forms. It's like what what happened now, people being being enslaved, but we think primarily because what we, our experience here in America uh, with chattel slavery, as soon as you say the word slavery, that's what we envision, chattel slavery, but there's many different forms of slavery. Like right now, we talk about uh, people who um, – uh, it, it, there's places women are being women and children, hell and some men being uh, human trafficked and, and stuff like that and being sold as sex slaves. 
Y'all heard that word? Sex slaves. It's like I said, this different one. Child uh, 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 labor. They are being placed in places in warehouses and things of this nature uh, to work in certain warehouses for child labor. Uh, Hell, that is a form of slavery. So it's different forms of slavery. So, you know, like I said, beginning to the right fast, though, but that conversation that we had last week, you know, and I want to say, I'm not going to say she was, you know, a Caucasian or European or, or, or what we said white. I, I'm not going to say you sound like it. We didn't even ask. Good. We don't even have to ask as long as the conversation piece was good. And see, like I said, that is the threat that they do. That is the threat right there. What we was doing. That is the threat. When we can come together as human beings, just fuck it, just human beings, and have conversation put the black and we know we have racial differences we know shit that's been going on between our race we know this but the people at the top want this shit to happen they want us to keep fighting because you're turquoise you yellow you green they want us to fight over colorism right while they continue to do their bullshiggity and you have some blacks involved in it too don't you think there's some so-called black elitists at the top who's Involved in a lot of this stuff, perpetuating a lot of this shit too, right? Yes, yes, it is. Um, let me see right here. For uh, let me get into. Let me see what we're gonna do. What we're doing now? Okay. Uh, for get into this like this here, man. Hey, man, if you're trying to get your credit restored, I gotta shout out my brother right here. You you want to get your credit restored? You're trying to get your new car. You're trying to get that new house or uh, whatever. Trying to get something, man. Hey, your credit not so good. Probably like brother Sunray nine. Oh shit, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. But anyway. Check out my brother right here at Tennessee Credit Reconstruction, man. My brother, Dwayne Jackson, he's been on the show before talking, man, a while back. Uh, yes, sir, he's, man, work, working to help you get your credit restored. Man, this is his, um, one more time, y'all. Get it right, y'all. It's Tennessee Credit Reconstruction. He says, uh, renewing your credit is our job and, and give us renew your opportunities and you can reach the brother right there on his website at www.tncreditreconstruction.com that's one more time that's tncreditreconstruction.com the tn for tennessee y'all uh yeah and his name is Dwayne jack and you can also can give him a call at area code 901-674-9170. One more time to give my brother Dwayne Jackson a call to try to check and see about your credit, get it reconstructed. Uh, I think some things worked out. Uh, one more time, that is 901-674-9170. Yes, sir. Tessie Reconstruction is what he do. But I, you know, hey man, because you know, I, I was trying to buy some stuff. My credit wasn't good. Worth for damn, wasn't good for damn, y'all. It, and a lot of times it's hell because I buy stuff cash. I just go ahead and pay the stuff out. But find out when you're trying to get something or a car or something, they say shit that ain't good because you're not in debt with anybody. Y'all, that's crazy, ain't it? Because you're not in debt with anybody, so you can't get credit. You got to be in debt with somebody. They say, hey man, what you? Just look here, man. I bought, I bought some furniture. Oh, how much was it? It might have been like, you know, it was about 2000 I paid cash for it. Like, what was that? Paid cash. Y'all remember what's that on Friday? Paid cash. Uncle, what was it? What was his name? Uncle Leroy? Yeah. <laughs> but when you're trying to get something else, they like that. That's not good enough. You got to be in debt with somebody. You have to owe some debt somewhere. Then we can loan you. Then we can finance you if you got some debt. 
But you're like, I don't owe no damn body. I want to pay cash. No, well, that's not how the system works. Got to be in debt to somebody. Well, I be Jane Brown. Get down. Oh, let me see, Justice. I got some. Let me see what I'm trying to throw out here right fast. And I got you. I got you. Uh, before I get to the skin thing, I did want to get, uh, before I get into the skin thing, that's what you want to get into. Uh, I want to get it in. I want to play one thing, and we're going to get into to talk about the skin complexion thing here. I want to just play something. I was talking about Joe Biden. Let's, let's, I want to play this clip right fast uh, with old Joe. Old Joe. Yeah, they celebrating. We're talking about the the crime bill. Well, not the crime bill. Yeah, I guess it is the crime bill. That what the Asian thing. The Asian thing was. So let me pull it up, y'all. Shit. Uh, let's get into it. Let's play this right fast. Let me get it right. Hi. I gotta get the commercial out of the way. This is a YouTube clip. Gotta get the commercial out of the way, and then we're gonna jump right in here. Okay, here we go. It's LA Times. It's loading up. Don't play this right there. Let Joe. I believe with every fiber of my being that there are simple core values and beliefs that should bring us together as Americans. One of them, standing together against hate, against racism the ugly poison that has long haunted and plagued our nation. Today, I can say that because of all of you, many of you sitting right in front of me, you've taken that first step, this important step. All of this hate hides in plain sight. It hides in plain sight. And too often, it is met with silence. Silence by the media. Silence by our politics and silenced by our history. For centuries, Asian Americans, Native Hawaiians, Pacific Islanders, diverse and vibrant communities have helped build this nation only to be often stepped over, forgotten, or ignored. Hello, what about black folk? Wait a minute, Joe. You said Asians and Island Pacific. What about black folk? What, what the... Oh, well, oh, come on. Let's go here. My bad. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I ain't mean to interrupt. Keep talking. Hey, can I miss from the bottom of my... Hate can be given no safe harbor in America. You don't I mean, say. No safe harbor. Missed. Like, well, that's just what happens. My message is all of those who think this doesn't matter to them or this is not a problem, look around. Look in the mirror. Look in the eyes of your children. Every one of us are lessened. Every one of us are lessened. We're all hurt by this hate. And it's almost over, y'all. But listen to him, man. Boy, he sound passionate, don't he? He sound passionate about when it come down to this Asian American and Island Pacificers uh, hate thing. He boy, he sounds so sincere, don't he? But what the hell is a sincere press conference? Anything talking about what's happening with black folks in, in America? Where's your sincere, sincerity at, Joe, when they black folks put your black ass, I mean, excuse me, they put your white ass in office. Where's the goddamn sincerity with them, Joe? Let me get Joe. As a way of seeing sort of through the cracks in the communities and children who, in fact, wouldn't have crossed their mind. Words have consequences, as the senator knows. He preaches it. He understands it consequences but silence is complicity silence is complicity I mean, 
Oh, we, I, oh, yeah. What do you say? We can't. Cannot be complicit. So you silent. Oh, wait, whoa, 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 Joe. You silent against what's happening with black folks. So you are complicit then, Joe. Because you ain't said a mumbling goddamn word about what's happening with black folks. Well, I'm, I'm, I want to play one thing that one person did. And he got, still got ridiculed. Uh, but they said he was the racist. This last one had uh, uh, often call you Joe Justice. Goddamn, your mic is open though. But uh, here's something about it: who 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 talked about and those, racist and 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 who denounced racism? But he got he got voted out, you know, because he was speaking about against the, the 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 groups, right? Who target so-called black people, aka African Americans? Who target them? And he spoke out against them and wanted to. Um, put out, put with with a law to uh, label them as terrorists and all of this stuff. But you know, that old good old good loving Democrats said, "Uh, don't you do that because y'all know why? Because they were the racist and goddamn self." But never mind. Let me play this fifty some second clip. Racism is evil, and those who cause violence in its name are criminals and thugs, including the KKK, neo Nazis, white supremacists. What? And other hate groups that are repugnant to everything we hold dear as Americans. We are a nation founded on the truth that all of us are created equal. We are equal in the eyes of our creator. No. We are equal under the law. And we are equal under our constitution. Those who spread violence in the name of bigotry strike at the very core of America. Two days ago, a young American woman, Heather Hare, was tragically killed. Her death fills us with grief, and we send her family our thoughts, our prayers, and our love. Okay, that's enough for right now. I got another one I'll probably play. But goddamn, Joe. Damn, Joe. You ain't got enough to goddamn it pass or say anything, legislation or whatever. Of black folk, but 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 the minute they can they can do that for Asians, right? Since y'all all y'all black folk, I gotta say, all y'all black folk that went and voted for Joe, y'all went out and voted for Joe. He ain't and, and y'all was asking Ice Cube, said, "What up, dog? What up? What what you gonna do for us?" Oh, wait a minute, Cube. Just wait till we get in there. We got something. You gotta wait till we get in the office, Cube. We, we gonna holler at you when we get when I get in the office. And y'all ain't heard nothing else from Ice Cube, have you? But then the thing, but 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 here's the point: they push black folks to vote for Joe. But have y'all been, did y'all see any Asians out or any campaigning out to vote? Do y'all even, I, I, I promise y'all, I, they probably do. I don't even see no fucking Asians or nobody out here talking about going to vote. I, it ain't even got to be Joe Biden. I don't even see no Asians out there pushing nothing about no fucking vote. Hmm? Yeah. Oh, but, but they got special laws for them. But I'm just saying. Greetings, just saying. Greetings. <laughs> Greetings, Greetings, Greetings. Yeah. That's your partner, uh, Justice. Greeting to you, by the way. All right. So, Joe is doing something to try to appease and to make the Asian community feel like they're protected because of the things that's been happening recently with them. They are highly invested in the country and to make sure they're you know, treated fairly or at least to feel like they're being treated fairly, he's got to offer them this type of a, a counsel to say, 
you know, what he was saying. It's just because there's so many of them that come from the Asian countries, and they bring a lot of wealth with them. Now, I was out on the campaign trail several years back when I was campaigning for Hillary, and I was knocking on doors. And I remember quite a few times I would knock on the door, and an Asian would come to the door, and I would try to talk to them. And most cases, they would act like they didn't speak English, and so I couldn't say much. And then the ones that I did speak to or interact with, they told me that they don't vote. And I'm like, well, it's important that you should vote. And it's like, well, it's no big deal. I don't vote. So a few of them said that they don't even vote. So I don't know how many of them out of all of them that may be registered or maybe not registered to vote. But um, back when Hillary was running, I remember that the Asian community didn't vote heavily. They may vote if they have something at stake, but typically they don't seem to just go out and be voters all the time. So now when you played that um, former president, uh, what he was saying, he was doing his his best impersonation of Barack Obama because more than likely they took and um, plagiarized exactly what he said in a different situation and then just changed the names. And because Donald Trump doesn't have that kind of a way of speaking on a normal way or like in a typical fashion or that to, to make what he said, his beliefs, he only said that to make himself look good at the time that he said it. It wasn't something that he, he boasts about every day or even every month uh, that people should be treated fairly and these type of things. He never talked that way. He only said that that one time. You'll probably never ever find another clip that he said anything uh, even close to that. I won't. Now, I won't find it. Just I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna finish and I'm gonna make I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shame you shame you right quick. But go ahead, he might have said it like, all right, you know how if. The narrative is he's got to say a certain thing. Okay, he'll say it 12 times, right, because he's saying that all day long. But he's not going to say that all month long or all year long. He's just going to say that because at the time he probably offended a bunch of black people, and now he's got to make them feel better, just like he's doing with the Asian community, I mean, with Joe Biden. So that's all I got to say on that. Go ahead, Mr. Sunray 9. But, 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 but here's, here, here's why he said it. Remember, he said that first during the Charlotte thing that came up. And then after he said it, the Democrats kept on saying he didn't he didn't uh, denounce uh, white supremacists and skinheads. He's not denouncing them. He's not denouncing. Them. Remember at the debate with Joe Biden. It took quite a while he, for them to get him to do he, it. But, yeah, I remember. No, mm-hmm. he had done it at Charlotte. When Charlotte, the thing happened, he did it. So the thing again, they was like he didn't do it, but they it kept playing. Days they showed that he did it, regardless if okay. it's several days, regardless when the fuck it was done. And excuse my friends, it was done. <laughs> See that's the part. Like, he didn't do it. Listen, you, everybody, because they don't do it when, okay, like Joe Biden ain't did shit right now. Then okay, what? Well, See again. Well, now we want to say, well, why he ain't did this? Well, you got to deal with time. He only been in there for a hundred days. 
But, oh, okay, when something happens, somebody else got to hear up that's not a Democrat. They got to hear up and see it right then and there and within that out. But no, the Democrats like, you know, hey, man, you got to give them time, brother. They busy. They busy. They working on other shit. But here's something that he just said right back. Paul Ryan this week said, quote, if a person wants to be the nominee of the Republican Party, there can be no evasion and no games. They must reject any group or cause that is built on bigotry. He was talking about you. But I've rejected. How many times do I have to reject? I've rejected David Duke, rejected David Duke. Uh, I've rejected the KKK, the Ku Klux Klan. From the time I'm five years old, I rejected them. I put it on Twitter last week. How many times? You know, it's an amazing thing with Twitter. I have six million, more than six million, and I have another six million with Facebook. I have like 13 or almost 14 million with Instagram. When I put out a minor message, everybody picks it up. Donald Trump just tweeted something very unimportant. Let me just explain. When I put out that I reject the KKK and David Duke, nobody picks it up. You know why they're not? Because they don't want to pick it up. They pick it up. You pick it up. Everyone else picks it up. You saw simultaneously, practically at the same time. They don't want to pick it up. Now, I have been asked this question so many times. I have rejected it so many times. In fact, what do you think about Ryan saying that, though? That's, I guess, my question. Uh, I, I was, I don't know. Well, don't forget, he's getting a lot of his information from you guys. So when I tweet about a rejection, almost right after that show ended, because maybe I wasn't clear or something. I mean, how many times do I have to say it? Don't forget, I told CNN when Chris Christie endorsed me, a very good endorsement. And one of the questions, that question was asked, and I rejected it there. That news conference was like a day before. You so said I, I, I said to myself, how many times do I have to reject or disavow? Let me ask you this question. What about the David Duke is saying to his supporters? That's enough. That's enough. But again, again, that's, I'm just throwing it out. I ain't trying to take it, but that's mm-hmm. showing. He kept on had to do that, but the Democrats, because see, it didn't fit into their narrative, my favorite word, y'all. It didn't fit their narrative, because they, they had to keep playing the racist boogeyman that he's racist, but like I said, man, look, it was supposed to have been bills passed, laws passed, and things to help people. How in the hell he going to got to keep telling the motherfucker? I, 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 look, I denounced the skinhead. Hey, and one thing about it, they said, well, he got David Duke um, what was in endorsing him or said he was going to put his vote behind him. You cannot stop the person, man, as a president, whoever going to vote for you. You don't know who the hell pulling that lever for you. It might be Putin. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you can't stop them. Well, you know, Putin, yeah. <laughs> it's different. But you, you don't, you can't, you, yeah, you, you know, know like yeah. they saw some values that he was speaking to because they love they love America too, you know. They so called they might be racist, but they so called patriots. They love America and they want to keep America first. Which the globalists, you know, your Barack Obamas, your Bushes, as you talk about, they want to sell. They had a for sale sign on America, and this is another reason why we seeing the the Asian love affair because they setting y'all up, man. I'm telling y'all, y'all already setting y'all up to to get y'all comfort to love the Asians because that's who. That's, that's 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 America's new landlord. Yeah, the Asian China. <laughs> You're right. China. Yeah, that's that's, that's right. America's new landlord. So they're getting you to yeah, love, right protect your new, have love, and 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 like y'all did when we came over here and stole America, we made y'all fall and made y'all respect the Europeans, the the the, the colonizers, which from England. So y'all got to do the same thing to y'all new landlord because they own this motherfucker now. So y'all can be hostile. Pretty much, China own most Asian of Asian landowners. Mm-hmm. So that's what this whole thing about. 
Just setting it up right so y'all can have love for your new landlord. That's it. Don't piss uh, in the grass. Right. Don't let your dog poop in the yard. That's it. You ready to move on to the next topic? <laughs> yeah, I think. The, uh, oh, one other thing. Uh, since it's going to be quick on this one. Since we talk about conflict. Have y'all been seeing the conflict with Israel and the Palestinians? That's another thing. But I started off the yes, song sir. with the ball of confusion. Israel and the ball of confusion. Cause, and I, I bring this up, too, is because somebody had, I seen this on uh, Twitter. Somebody said um, they asked the question. Let me pull that question up because they, they did ask the question. Damn, where well, my Twitter page at right fast, y'all. I, I wonder uh, what the I think, what the hell they said. I wonder what the Israelites think about this one or something like this. Uh, okay, what it says. Uh, that ain't it. Damn, what it want for? But it says something to the degree. I wonder what the Israelites how they uh, 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 what they think about this or how they feel about this. Well, I had to just comment and I was like, I just said, well. Because they, they were showing something in, in uh, man, how they these Palestinians, man, are going on attack. They're attacking, uh, I guess, a lot of Jews, so-called Jews in New York City. Man, they cutting up, boy. They, they, they clowning in America. Even in America, they cutting up. But he said, I wonder what they think. And so um, uh-huh. and my thing was, uh, uh, I said, well, I said, I'm a so-called uh, Hebrew Israelite because the title they was using I said, well, our thing is, we don't think nothing of it. We don't think nothing of it. It it it, it, it don't pertain to us. Then I just said, you know, because originally, neither that land don't belong to neither one of them historically. It don't believe it. So hell, we didn't we, shit. Really, no Israelites are staying even thinking about that. You look on it, any any some of the Israelites out there, they ain't they ain't talking about it, man. Because we already know, and it has nothing to do with what y'all know who they call the Israelites. Of Hebrew Israelites, they don't that shit, man. So no, we don't have no, we have no interest in that shit between they fight no sides of it. So um, just put it out. But so yeah, it, it's a lot of stuff I happening in America with the Palestinians and the Israelis. I've been seeing in New York, boy, they cutting up, they fighting each other up there, calling each other niggas and everything. I'm like, damn, <laughs> they jumped on a Jew, was sprung on them and ran up there. So it's going down, man. Go ahead, Justin. It's going down. Yeah, I wasn't going to say much about that, but I, I know that the Palestinians are throwing rocks and the Israelis are shooting guns and stuff. So I know Hezbollah is supporting the Palestinians, so they've been firing off a bunch of rockets in Israel and whatnot. So that's like Iran, like a, a counter-wing of Iran that backs Palestine to support them in, in, in the struggles against um, invasions or attacks. And though Palestine, that Palestine was just what it was, it wasn't Israel. No one said that this is Israel. It was Palestine, the whole, the whole thing. It wasn't until those, People came in there in 1947 wanting to find a new place to live and set up and claim for themselves and then claim that they're the chosen ones and that they are they belong there and that this is their promised land and that you know that this is this they're supposed to have it because um, uh, it, it's written that way and 
so they ran with that. And ever since then, ever since then, being told that these people came when they came, and that was just Palestine, it's been, uh, it's been, uh, it's been war ever since. It's been like just conflicts. People would sacrifice themselves and go and blow themselves up to kick the enemy out of their their country and stop them from going to places they used to go in their country and and, and fence it off and put up blockades and and totally disrupt their lives and their, their their ways of life that they have been living for centuries. And then some and people come in and start changing everything about everything and saying that they are uh, entitled to part of a land and stuff. And they don't, Anyway, they they claim all this stuff, and then ever since then, it's just been been very. Those if someone came in, if someone came into your house somewhere, and they said, "Hi, how you doing?" You invite them in. Come on in. Say, so, "Yeah, I'm here, and I'm just you know visiting, and um, you know, oh, okay, well, you know, you want something to eat? Oh, sure, you know, you make them something to eat. Then you say, okay, well, it's getting late." Uh, look, I got an extra room upstairs. Why don't you and your wife go ahead and take that room? And then they go up there and take the room. And then the next morning, they uh, don't come down for breakfast. And you wonder what's going on. When you, you uh, go upstairs and knock on the door and say, hey, you guys all right? It's like, yeah, we're all right. So, well, we got breakfast downstairs. Well, we don't want any breakfast. We decide we're just going to stay up here in the room. And we'll we'll make out the best we can. And we listen to them saying, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> He's like, "No, we're just gonna stay here in your room." And we like, and I'm like, "No, you can't do that. You gotta leave. You're just a visitor. You can't just come and stay in my room." <clears throat> and then the guy says to his wife, "You know what? He liked this place so much. We're gonna take uh, we're gonna take the whole top half of the house." And you're saying, excuse me? And they're saying, yeah, we're just going to take the whole top half. You know, we really like this. And we're like, no, man, you can't do that, man. We, just a, we, we didn't even invite you, but we we, we uh, was trying to treat you nice and gave you something to eat and all this. But now you're telling me you're going to take over my house? He's like, no, just the top half. He's like, no, you're not. He's like, yeah, I am. It's like, oh, man. we. And so he just stays up there, and now – I got to figure out how to get this guy and his wife out of my house because he's talking about he not leaving and he taking over. So, you know, so then he says, well, uh, you know, we going to war. So I'm throwing pots and pans upstairs. I'm throwing things and he's throwing things back down. And um, he's throwing stuff that I had up there. I bought, he's throwing it all at me. And so I'm throwing stuff back up and then, he hit me in the head with something. Bam, now I'm knocked out for about a couple of days. I wake up. He told me he done took the whole house. And I'm out, I'm out in the garage. He said he put all my stuff out in the garage. And he in the house now. And I'm like, what? And so now I'm fighting the dude in my house from the garage. And I'm going all out. I'm throwing all everything I got at him. But he got everything in my house now. So he's shooting the guns that I had stored. He's doing all this. So I really, in, I'm in big trouble here. He got everything. 
And this is what's going on in in Israel, so-called Israel. I mean, and really the Palestine. There ain't no such thing as Israel before 1947. They made that up. It ain't no they Palestine. Wasn't no Palestine either. It was. I hate to bust yes, your bubble. Was. No, it wasn't. What they call it then? What they call it? What they call it? Uh, you really want to know? You, you can go back all. Of, you can go back all the way back to Canaan. You can go all the way back to when black folk was ruling it, who were called Canaanites. Uh, I got you. Wanna, you. I you got know you that? on that. Uh-huh. I'm talking about. I'm talking about more currently though. Like we can go all the way back, but I'm talking about what's that's going that's on now. See, see, there you go. You taking stuff from the original man. It was called. It was called that. That name changed several times. You can get you about even the Bibles, man. The Bibles have it. In Ain't there. no you Canaanites in there though. These is all foreigners anyway. The Palestinians foreign invaded no and they well. set up in there. All no of the Arabs did well. the same thing. All of them. They did the same Brother, thing. They took our black that, land. That that's that's what I'm trying to give you. They it all wasn't right, no Palestine. The, it goes back. I know. So I know that. You still right. want to get a land away. Right. You want to get to somebody. You want to get from, to some Palestinian. And we, it's already been there. You took it. I ain't trying to get it. That's why I start off saying. That's why I said the Israelites. We don't have. We don't give a goddamn what they doing because number one, I said it's neither one of their land. It's neither one of their lands anyway. Point blank. Whether it's like here, America. Whether you said the, like okay in America over here, you said the indigenous that was in this land. And you had the French and the British was over here fighting in this land, trying to fight. You know the the you know what was that? And, uh, what was that goddamn war, y'all? Uh, shit, I forgot which war it was. But anyway, they were fighting over here. So you were like, and they just like, hey, they should have been like, hey, we ain't got no interest in the mother. Neither one of they motherfucking lands. So what? What? Why should we join into the goddamn war? Why should we gonna join the war, the Revolutionary War? I think that's the name of it. It ain't neither one of y'all land. So motherfucker, this both our land. This our land. Get both of y'all. Get y'all ass out of here. So anyway, <laughs> you go back and look at any you know, the, the creator him and herself gonna have to do that one, man. That's yeah, all. So okay. it goes yeah, back you know, way we... before them, and then you understand <laughs> I know that. the Canaanites. I know that. The Canaanites were actually black people, what we call black or or call Africans. Uh oh, I know I said that Afro Asiatic people. You can look it up. It wasn't no white folk. They were Afro Asiatic people in that land, and they was you know it, it, in this part. It sits right there, as some even tell you on the African tectonic plate. I hope I pronounced that right. It's still, that is African land. That is black land that they are fighting over. And they know, and both of them, if you even look at the people, and, and you write down now, there's a documentary I was watching a little bit earlier on YouTube. And I'm going to give y'all the name. Uh, y'all can go and look this uh, documentary up. And it even tells you, it's telling you about the history and how all of this conflict came involved, Britain. It says how, the name of it on YouTube. Y'all can look it up. This case it's all how Britain started the Arab-Israel conflict. A documentary. How Britain started the Arab-Israel, uh, uh, or they say Israeli conflict. Look it up. Check it out. And then you got the book I told y'all about a long time ago that we had. We used to put up in the um, in the what you call it. I probably need to put it back up on because I'm. Um, talk show as well i'll probably put it in the chat room on talk show i don't have a camera on it now. i'm just podcasting but so y'all you can look it up and get this here get the pdf book you got to get it in pdf because the book don't probably cost you you get try to get it uh it'll cost you five thousand i've seen it for a thousand dollars i see you seen it one time for six thousand dollars this book ain't nothing but like a hundred thousand pages who is esau who is edom 
Remember y'all told y'all about it. I know my brother LJ. I know some of y'all probably got the book. Probably y'all probably got it. Who is Esau? Who is Edom? Goes into the history. And it goes in here to even telling you during World War One, the Balfour Declaration. How Israel, like you said, now how they got the United States ass was behind it too. How in United Nations, like I said, declared and gave the Israelis, not the not the Israelites, but the Israelis that land and declared it to be Israel. But here's something right fast. It said the area of Palestine had been under the control of the rule of Turkey or the Ottoman Empire. Or the Ottoman Empire. See, Muslim, so they was under their rule. But it says, um, which had existed since since 1299 A.D. In 1882, Edmund Rock, Rothschild, aha, uh-huh. see, y'all got to go and check that out, uh-huh, Edmund Rothschild, which they claim to be, what they say, a Jew, began financing a Jewish society which attempted the immigration of the considerable number of Jewish settlers into Palestine, prompting the Turkish authorities immediate to publish orders to forbid further entry. Y'all get the man. I ain't got time to go into this, but y'all got to get this man and go into this history and study. You will wonder why it's going on. See, but notice how, notice that even with them, and I'm going to jump to something else too, though. Notice the name, the terminology. Now, y'all are here, y'all even might read a Bible, and y'all will see the Bible will talk about Hebrews. And I ain't really just, you know, really, we ain't going to get too deep in that, like, what y'all take y'all into Bible study tonight or nothing like that. We ain't going there, but we're talking about historical people and what's happening. Notice you will see when you read the Bible, it'll say Hebrews, or you see something say Israelites in the Bible. Okay, if y'all see that in the Bible, and those people over there say they study the Bible, or they follow the Torah or the Tanakh, why are they calling themselves? Why are they not? Why do you don't see them referring to themselves as Hebrews primarily or Israelites? Why is they calling themselves Israelis? Hmm? You don't see Israeli in the Bible, do you? You don't. You're not going to find Israeli even in the Tanakh. I have some stone stone edition Tanakhs or Torahs, and now and it's basically some of them Ashkenazis and Sephardims. They have a lot of the things that, that, you know, kind of deal with some translations of some of these, right? And it still will have Israelites or Hebrews. You never will see Israeli. So who the hell is an Israeli? What the hell is an Israeli? And number one of y'all will see the word Jew calling themselves a Jew. You got to understand the terminology when you say a Jew. It was relating to a nationality. What a nationality. I know y'all see where it talk about 12 tribes of Israel. There was, a, there was a tribe called Judah. But still, again, you have to look at it, Justice, even before Palestine and all of that, you had a place called over there Judea. You had a landmass or a nation called Judea, which was, you know, and I had to get into the Bible a little bit. You had so-called 12 tribes of Israel, and there was a split between those 12 tribes. And you had 10, that's why they said the 10 lost tribes. They tell you about the 10 lost tribes. They became what they call the northern kingdom. And you also had three tribes who combined together, which became the southern kingdom. And they became the nation, since Judah was the largest and the majority, they became the nation or the place what they call you, uh, uh, Judah. That's what, I mean, Judea. Now, remember now, I'm just using English terminology because we will say Yehuda or Yehudin. 
And like when you saying Jew, say you her dean. But I'm going to keep it English. I'm going to keep it simple tonight. I'm just going to use the English terminology. But you would have the Judea, the nation of Judea. And it was the tribes was Levi, Judah, and Benjamin, which made the nation of Judea. So look at the maps. You will see that. And um, so when you hear these people now, y'all hear them calling themselves Jews, you'll think you think they're well, they Jews, they from the they from the tribe of Judah. No. They just talking about the nation of Judea, that that place they came from, what they living in now, was actually supposed to be in the nation or the state called Judea. You know, I get it, or Judea. So even when you got you got a a a, a so called Jew who wrote the book, the Thirteen Tribes, called Arthur Kessler. Now the Bible said twelve. What thirteen come from? Says Arthur Kessler wrote a book called The Thirteen Tribes, and he talked about. Y'all can look this shit up on on YouTube. It's all over YouTube. They got documentaries, just any books you can get it, and they tell you it's no history. Hell, it's in the um, Encyclopedia Britannica. Look up Oscar Nazis. Look up Oscar Nazis. No, I, I totally. I know Kizari. you talk. I know you. I mean the Kazar. I'm talking about. Yeah, look up. Just look them up. Just look them up. You know what you're talking about. And yeah, then you will see who's there and why. So the conflict going to be forever when you got two foreigners, two people who really don't own it, who's not really the original or it's the indigenous people of that land. Both of them, the Arabs and those Israelis, and which you go back to find out Britain and all of these and the fake Jew, and I'm going to say it, the fake fucking Jew, called the Rothschilds. And you even see how they even changed their name. There's a whole bunch of history. But anyway, that conflict going to be forever of two fake-ass people trying to hold on to something that don't belong to them in the first place, just like they do in America. they never get it back to the so-called indigenous people of this land. That's why they even come out and say, they $5 Indians and shit, pretending that they, they, they were so-called Indians that turned loosely Indians because they want to make sure they hold on. But that's another history, y'all. But yeah, so no, we don't have nothing to do with them. They can they can do whatever. Now it's bad that the church. Here's my only problem, though. Again, I always be I find a problem that when the women or children are getting involved, they're getting killed. Innocent women, especially the children, over some bullshit, over that same the lie in the bullshit. That's my only problem. Now I was it just with any conflict. If y'all leaders. If y'all leaders of these lands, I don't give a fuck who it is, if you Kim Jong-un, whoever you are, if y'all have problems with another so-called leader of another nation, why don't y'all get y'all punk ass out there in the street and fight each other or do whatever? Rent out a goddamn auditorium. Rent out an auditorium and get y'all punk asses in there like gladiators and y'all fight. But see, when y'all have a conflict with another leader because of financial he don't agree with just financial trade or he don't agree with so and so y'all put sanctions on him and y'all hurt the people notice when they put it when they put a sanctions on another nation y'all think the leader like like, like they put sanctions on a, a, a russia y'all think putin gonna starve from that shit y'all think that's gonna hurt putin hell no putin can he can resist like hey fuck y'all he'll keep on doing whatever he doing hey put all the sanctions you want us all you want to it's not gonna affect them it's gonna hurt the people it's going to hurt the people. It's like a lot of them. So I say, man, y'all That's leaders, right. Right. if y'all want to, if y'all have another, a, 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 a problem with another leader, put y'all some gloves on, do whatever y'all got to do. Y'all fight your own. 
freaking battles and stop hurting the people. I don't give a fuck what country it is. Yeah. Just, no. Fight this yeah. shit out y'all still. Y'all the ones that started the shit, fight it out y'all still. May the best yep. man or woman fucking win. That's how y'all do that. But y'all getting innocent men and women and, and, and these babies killed over y'all bullshit and y'all gonna live forever and ever. That's how. But you know what, son, right? What you just said is something that used to be done. The kings would fight each other or the two warriors, the top chiefs, if they had a beef with each other, they would fight each other. They wouldn't let everybody else get hurt. It would be a one-on-one and the best man win. You know, that's all. Brother it Alpha ain't got to be all this. Yes, sir. Brother Alpha Mill said war always targets citizens. Most definitely, brother. Yep. That's what they're yeah. doing, targeting the citizens. And y'all what citizens. What you were saying makes, make black sense about the two leaders get together and have it out instead of everybody else just having to die because of their stupid foolishness. Yeah, but when a war break out, where they gonna be at? They gonna be hiding in they bunkers and shit somewhere. Yep. In Colorado, yep. in the mountains, hid way yep. hundred feet down in the goddamn ground somewhere. Everybody else That's getting right. slaughtered. Then when the when 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 the nuclear fallout happens, they gonna come out the bunkers when they, all the smoke is clear and they gonna repopulate the earth. Okay, well everybody in the bunker, I guess we are gonna repopulate the earth. And we sure hate all of them got killed. <laughs> when those two when those two chiefs or warrior chiefs or leaders would come together and have a beef and fight each other, it would be people on both sides rooting for for them to win or lose. And sometimes if you had a bad leader, you might even root for him and let the other guy be your take over and be your leader. You know what I mean? So it's just a matter of how it goes down, I think. And I just hit the last part on it. Like you were talking, and I've been looking at a lot of stuff with our good brother Zion Lex, man. Zion Lex been going in hard. That's forth. your boy. That's your boy. He's been showing, yeah, he hey, he doing some scholarship. Now, he's been showing All some right. stuff dealing with the Nomer the palette. Even with that on the Nomer's palette, they show Nomer on there with another, uh, you know, another, I guess, a tribal person, whoever else. We call his enemy. They showing normal over there with the club in his hand, and it go upside somebody's head. So See, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm so yeah, so all of these old punk ass leaders today is just what y'all are. Some punk mother. Never mind. Draft Dodgers go and ahead, all this man. shit. Go ahead, straighten them out. Go ahead, cuss them out real good. I don't need men in black at my door not tonight anyway. No, they ain't coming. They, they love they love it too, man. You, I know it. You got a PhD and cussing degree. Yeah, man, drunk anyway. They ain't listening to shit we talking about. <laughs> we ain't no harm. We ain't, they know we ain't no harm. All right, so look, you ready to go to that next subject? Because recently, yeah, gonna jump on the light skinned skinned thing. Well, sorry, now you're not gonna believe this. Uh oh. Recently, you, recently, you your skin. Huh? You say I ain't gonna believe it. You peach your skin. Come on, bruh. Oh, okay. On, you said I wasn't gonna believe it. My bad. My bad. That ain't what I'm talking about. Oh, my bad. I, you I'm said trying. I wasn't gonna believe it. Now, I wasn't gonna believe that. Well, but go ahead, my bad. You shouldn't believe that. I ain't trying to do that. No way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy in the skin I'm in. Okay. Yes, go ahead, bro. I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna shut up. No, you ain't got to shut up, man. Just you're listen to this, and then you got to comment. You got to say yeah, something. You're going to leave no, it up. I told you, I'm going to come with a, I'm gonna come with a little twist, a twist. tonight. Yeah, it's going to be kind of crazy. Now, you might not believe I that. I already know. Yeah, yeah. Lay it out for me. All right, so 
this wasn't included in everything else that we were talking about earlier. But this came to me because I saw this probably earlier this week, early in the morning. It was on a news clip. They showed a young lady about six years old, young young girl, black girl, and they sat her down and put a couple of dolls in front of her, a black doll and a white doll. And they began to ask her questions. Now, this was just a week ago. And this is a pretty little black girl, you know, cute little black girl, or whatever it is. But they asked her about these dolls. They said, well, on these two, um, which of these two dolls is the pretty doll? And the girl would point to one of them. And when she pointed, she pointed, in this particular case, to the white doll. And they said, well... Which one is the um, the mean doll? And then she pointed over to the black doll. Then they said, well, which one is the good doll? Which one is the good doll? She pointed to the white doll. They said, well, which one is an ugly doll? Which one is ugly? She pointed to the black doll. They said, well, which one is a good doll? And she pointed to the white doll. <laughs> so which one's a bad doll? She pointed to the black doll. And I was blown away. I was like, wow, this stuff hasn't changed yet. These these young girls still choose white, uh, white over black, even at a young, early age, probably because of how their parents are gearing them or teaching them or even just in society if they're watching. Um, uh, what do they watch? They watch... Uh, uh, cartoons and in the cartoons they could have some ways in which <clears throat> it doesn't make a black girl feel pretty or she doesn't see anybody that fits her image on the cartoon and then she might end up wanting to be like the pretty white princess or she might want to you know have a life like the white um, cartoon versus the ones that are depicted as the black um, people. So that was just something that stood out to me, you know, because I know they did that test back in the day, probably in the 50s or the 40s or the 50s or the 60s, and the outcome was the same. They asked similar questions, and the black girl way back in the day did the same thing. She pointed to the black doll when they asked things that were like, in a derogatory way, like if she was a bad doll or ugly or mean or something, they would always point that way. So I think society teaches young black kids themselves and to love and embrace the what they call a white um, beauty or uh, the society's uh, pick of beauty is a blonde-haired white woman with blue eyes or something. So a lot of black girls you see with blonde hair, and some of them have the contacts in with the blue eyes, and uh, you wouldn't know if you didn't if you were behind her, you wouldn't know if she was black or white, and then she turned around, oh, well, it's a black girl, because they got the wigs on or the weaves in and stuff. So a lot of people are seeming to not like the skin that they're in. Now, that goes both ways. Now, you know, we, we know about the black girls who've been bleaching their skin, trying to get lighter and to look more 
acceptable to white society and to feel like they could fit in better, even on their jobs or whatever they do. And then you got the white people who will go out and get a tan and sit in the sun, go to the beach and get a tan or sit on their roof or in their yard and get a tan. And then they got a whole industry of tanning salons where they go to a place and they go and sit inside this thing and it gives them a tan when they get in it. It's like an incubator type thing. And it heats you up and it makes you, you know, gives you a tan. And then they got the spray tans where white people can buy the tans that they can spray on. It's a spray-on tan, so they have kind of different tones. So it's like different ones. I think that's what Donald Trump used a lot, like the orange tone one. He used he liked the orange one, and <laughs> the, the, that's probably like the darkest one, the orange, because most white are lighter tan. So uh, anyway, um, white people love to. Uh, to get get tans because they're not really happy with maybe how their skin is too. So I've even been in uh, been in a case where I've known a friend of mine who was talked to his sister. He said to her that she needed a tan or she was looked she looked really pale when she needed a tan or she needed something like that. So they deal with being pale and not liking being pale and would rather uh, look a little darker or have a little more color to them or, you know, have a little, looks like, you know, uh, uh, you know, a little tone to it or whatever it is. Because a lot of white people, um, they don't have a lot of melanin. So if they took off their shirt or you see their short, you know, in shorts, a lot of them, are, some of them are really, really pale. Now, there's a lot of black people who haven't seen really, really pale white people because they don't tend to think that white people can get really, really white. Pale white person that doesn't get in the sun very much, they can get really ghostly white. And so the ones that we normally see, white people, they are in the sun, in and out of the sun pretty often. So they have a little coating of, of melanin from the sun that helps them out from not looking so pale all the time. <clears throat> so, um, you know, their thing was to have a tall, dark, and handsome man or something. So he's going to be like this beach bum guy, you know, and he always have a tan. He's a white dude, like a, like a, uh, the, the Ken doll, the Barbie and the Ken, or the white dude, he's the Ken doll with the tan, and he's got the blonde hair or whatever. And so, <laughs> you know, he got to get the tan too. So they like that tall, dark, and handsome. Or, you know, that that was what they used to say they liked uh, back in the day. And so, you know, there's a lot of people who do different things. It seems like there's a color that people want to meet to. It's like almost like a like a beige or something. Like it seems like black people want to. Some of them want to lighten themselves, and then some of them, uh, uh, some some white people want to get darker. So you know, it's like that's like a middle right there. It's like a 
like a beige, like a yellow or whatever they were like trying to achieve. But then when I think about people who do go and start bleaching their skin is, you know, that's something that is a choice by somebody to do. Um, you don't have to do that because if you want to lighten your skin without doing that, then you probably just avoid the sun. And then, like, I don't know how, you know, how you feel about that, but maybe, like, myself, I got, like, probably two tones to myself. So I'm kind of dark on my hands and arms and hands and stuff, but then my chest area is more light. So if I take off my shirt, then my arms look dark and my body looks lighter. Now, if I sat out in the sun and took my shirt off and got a tan, then I would have a tan all over my body. It would match all over. It would be like like a reddish tan looking thing that I usually get when I if I ever sit out and and like get a sun tan with my shirt off and got my shorts on and sitting out there with the radio on with a cool beverage getting a tan and I flip over you got to tan the backside so you know with your back and everything you get a whole tan now ain't nothing wrong with getting a tan what's wrong with that you supposed to get a tan the sun helps you. Like, the more sunlight you get in a melanated body, it, like, does a whole lot of good for you. Um, you know, it builds up your bone density or, your, you know, it builds up a lot of stuff, let's say. It's the sun is the vitamin D, it's the natural vitamin D that you that you get, you know, from uh, from nature. All right, I think you put me out on the rope and let me just uh, convict myself. So go ahead and pull me back in. You go ahead and play a clip or something. <laughs> see what the, see what the right. ladies got to say. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now, I just wanted you to go ahead and lay out since you wanted to get uh, going into the next topic. Yeah, or yeah. No, I, we I just open line. We, we didn't have a really yeah. a topic. We had to just talk about various stuff. Um, so anybody want to know exactly what's going on? You talk about skin lightning, skin and skin lightning, skin skin lightning. Or darkening. Yeah, because, yeah. You know, um, we want darkening skin. Yeah, because like I said, kind of like Prince Harry and what's her name, Megan Margo. Now here's an article from uh, news dot news dot com. Was talking about. I just pulled this one up because I heard him talking about it on the radio the other day. Um, Megan Margo ripped <clears throat> Harry and Megan ripped over a deal with a company selling skin whitening cream. And it was saying how, you know, they, they joined forces with Procter and Gamble to which to sell uh saying controversial Olay skin whitening cream. Now uh, and, and so we do know a lot of this is happening in Africa. Boy, they talk about how it's some parts of Africa, man. That is they are selling the daylights out of their damn skin lightening cream. Uh, That's probably one of the places, yeah. Um, it says, Megan had, has talked a lot about the issues of race and racism. So this does not stick out. Does this, so it says, so this does not stick out like a, a sore thumb. Now, because I remember she went on Oprah's show talking about how, you know, the, the, the first family or whatever they are, the royal family is supposed to be racist and stuff. And they talked about a baby. They was wondering was she gonna be dog skin. So here you go now all of a sudden, but she's linking up with somebody to 
a company to sell this type of um, skin lightening cream. Now, they're saying the company Olay uh, brand sells to white, uh, they sell a white radiance moisturizer in India, uh, Malaysia, and Singapore. They didn't mention in Africa, India. But I was seeing something with somebody how they marketed towards Africa as, as, as well. Uh, it says skin lightening cream are advertised for their ability to reduce the concentration and production of melanin, which gives skin its pigmentation. But anyway, that's enough on that. But that's what they just talk about. Uh, I see, I see it, Olay uh, Radiance Cream. But in that, and uh, to, and I ain't no man, Brother Justice, you sent me this thing with uh, uh, Megan Good. Megan Good, almost my baby mama now. Don't tell nobody. Uh, used to be. Used to be. Don't tell nobody else, y'all. But anyway, with Megan, <laughs> Megan Good, uh, I didn't know that that maybe I don't know maybe her skin got a little light you know I, I don't know she's that, that I was seeing that video you were sending I tried to Google some images and it did look like it and some looked like it was just lighting and this that and another and but it, and and people do talk about that you know and it is just, I, I, I I don't know how to come in I want to just throw a little caveat I mean I was I was thinking about this and throw a little caveat in and like I said I may come from different ways. Now, is it all that, because, you know, they say if you try to lighten your skin up, right, and, and let me say for the record, I ain't trying to justify nobody going bleaching their skin and none of that shit. I'm just asking questions, just going to throw in some. And I got to go in here for the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, Mr. the black man. Hell yeah, I got to go there. Is it all that, is it all, um, just say when a black person, so-called black person do it, melanated person, they try to do it. Is it all the thing? Because we'll say, man, it's self-hate. They hate themselves. They don't like the way they look or something. It's, it's all about self-hate. Now, I know in Islam, when I was in the school of Islam, it, it, it talked about that you're not supposed to change your, you know, your, your way you look. Like all of these butt implants, hell, nose jobs and getting Botox in your face. You're not supposed to do uh-huh. none of that stuff because it was saying that, you know, is that, is that the, Allah created you. If you doing that, you mean uh-huh. you're trying to say Allah was not, he's not perfect. You, you, you know what I'm saying? You know, that to that nature, he's not perfect. So you saying he made a mistake because they say he, so I know some of y'all say she, but you saying the creator made a mistake and didn't know what the creator was doing. It created you the way you are. And it was saying that don't go changing and, and stuff like that. But anyway, uh-huh. so. And I'm glad you mentioned too, Judge Justice. You mentioned how, and we'll talk about if, if a black person going and bleaching their skin, they trying to get like they white and so on and so. But then on the other level, like you said, the Europeans or Caucasian turn around and they do try to get tan and get black. I wonder do white folks even talk about them? Look at them trying to look like a goddamn black person, or trying to look like <laughs> black, trying to look like an African American. They just sell out. No. They hate themselves. You know, I wanted to do one of they even say it like the goddamn white boy. Never. Goddamn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He looks yeah. Italian. He looks Italian. Yeah. And we know damn well now. And okay, we might say a black person trying to do it because, and I just seen it in that article. It was talking about because it said that they look at white as the image of success. So they feel that they maybe had to lighten their skin up. That's some of the things that's been said. If you lighten your skin, the lighter you are the more privilege you can get in certain things. Y'all know how some of that has been going around that had always been around talk like that. 
you get certain privilege because of your skin complexion and people treat you different. Just like even it's in the black community. Some black people get treated better than certain, you know, dog skin uh, person, um, another black person. Uh, even amongst us, amongst ourselves, not just a white person, but even amongst ourselves. Look at that old black ass. I can't stand this little black ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He might be a red ball or something. We got a red ball. And they, they, they don't like him. They always want this black ass food. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. And um, so I, I wonder, and I, and I got to go. Here's a twist I want to go with, y'all. I'm really trying to see how they say this. I know I'm kind of rambling my damn self, y'all. Forgive me. And I was thinking about some stuff. And I and I looked at I said let me go to the message of black man too and see how this is. And mm-hmm. I would just know how to do, how they say that the black woman the black woman birthed every other so called racial group or color group on the planet right every every woman and we might mm-hmm. just say is black was first and then white is the last stage in the evolutionary color chart right black. So I said, okay. So I said, I wonder, like, is, is is some of those women like? I want to change the way I look. I want to go to the last, uh, uh, change myself since white come up out of me. They probably ain't thinking like this though. But I want to go to the last stage of myself, which is white, because I'm the mother uh-huh. of creation. All of this, I want to look, uh, look like my last stage, you know, which wow. would be. They want to look at the that other side of themselves, because like I said, because they, they, you know, they how they talk about how. The, the uh some signs will tell you well white people they they might have been dark and they moved into a cold climate and that's how they got they they lost their melanin and uh and then that's how they became white I know you don't hear some people talk like that in yeah. country yeah and they yeah. can't white so maybe there's somebody looking at hey I want to get to that last stage of myself which would be white my last evolutionary stage of myself which would be white and and, and we we'll go over here some right fast here's Elijah Muhammad talking about in the message of the black man uh what's the chapter title man i'm trying to find the title what is entitled it's called the devil it said the making of the devil now going into this thing about yaku on page 12 of my message to the black man right here he's talking about yaku he said he learned from studying the germ of the black man under the microscope that there are two people in him and that one was black and the other brown. He said, if I could successfully separate the one from the other, he could graft the brown germ into his last stage. Remember that sound? The last stage, which will be white. Remember I talk about the last stage the woman look at? So he said, with his wisdom, he could make white, which, which he discovered was the weaker of the black germ, which would be unalike to rule the black nation for a time till a greater one than Yaku was born. Now this last part, man, hey, there's a whole subject in itself. Which would make which would uh uh make the white rule the black nation for a time. Now that would be something that's a whole goddamn subject by itself right there. <laughs> uh, sure We'd be like, hey man, we'll see we, the white man was made to rule over us, according to Yakub, but that's another story. Mm-hmm. But the part he looked at, and, and I'm telling you, when he said that they discovered that the weaker, that the white was the weaker germ of the black, that was the article. Mm-hmm. Even 
years ago, years ago, and they said how the white germ was good and the black, the so-called black germ. It was just like it written. It's kind of written just like that. It was on Fox News. It said white genetically weaker than black. That's Fox News, y'all. Wow. Wow. The racist site. It was on there a couple of years ago. But anyway, though, but he said that it was that the brown was grafted into his last stage, which would be white. So, I, like I said, I just, I just, just think that's the so. Are some of these women as desperate as they thinking? I want to, I want to be the last stage in myself, which would be white. So if they thinking like that, so would it be? Because you know they they seeing something as he's saying here. They looking at under this microscope. There's two germs. <laughs> A black and a brown, and so is they are they looking at that like well shit because you know like vitiligo, I don't know how you know they said Michael Jackson had it but you know vitiligo that's they said that's a real thing vitiligo, skin automatically start changing and getting lighter you know that you know skin disease whatever, so it's like <laughs> some people just probably instead of like having a vitiligo some like hey I'm gonna leave this goddamn skin lighting cream. And I'm gonna light my shit up, but I'm still, hey, this still me regardless. And, and, and yeah. I don't know, man. But you know, is, yeah. it, is it really? Because, like I said, what about the white person? Because we know he ain't got, no, he ain't finna get no privilege being turning himself goddamn black. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want the consequences of so-called becoming a being a black person. <laughs> and I wonder if it was, if, if it, just say this here, with skin lightening. And I'm not trying to justify this shit, y'all. Please hear me out. I'm not trying to justify, but I'm just, just thinking out some, some out of the out of the blue today. If it was no such thing in this country, really, how how they promoted racism because you black and you can't you get, like we said um, the thing about the uh, theory, the critical race theory, and all of that. If we didn't have none of that, nobody judge you because of your skin your skin complexion, right? Yeah, you you are what you are. They just look, you know, just looked at you like the content of your character. Would would people even bring that up if a person decide like, hey, I want to go a little lighter. I want to go a little lighter skin. So it, it would be just like, well, are they looking at this thing? I'm going to change my skin. Because some people, right, we look at like, it's like cosmetic, cosmetic change. Some women want bigger breasts. So they get a, a, a breast uh, uh, implants to make their breasts bigger. Some get the injections in their lip. Some get it in their buttocks. You know, some look at some people change the color they had. They got naturally black, jet black hair. Hair now they got green, they got blue, they got so and so. So even with all of those type of things, is it that people just don't like the genetic makeup? Their genetic makeup. Now, I know it's easy because of racism. We say when they lighten their skin, they don't like themselves. They're trying to be white. And and some of that could be totally true. Some of that probably is totally true. They think they're going to be more accepted because of their, you know, light skin. Now, a lot of that probably be true. But on another level, is it that it's just like, hey, man, just another cosmetic thing I do. I changed my hair. My hair was black. I got it green. I got it purple. You know, I, I got my, I got, you know, women that got their breasts, and I don't know what men get Botox in their jaw and all that shit. It's just a cosmetic <laughs> thing. It's not that I don't like myself. I love, I want, I, I love myself so-called, my heritage of so-called being black. I just want lighter skin. I'm not looking for privilege. Is, is that some of the things that some of them, some people think? It's just a cosmetic thing? Or is it all of it just, 
I I don't want to be black. I don't want to be looked at black because of the things that happen with so-called black people in their skin complexion. That 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 suit they got. <laughs> I'm just thinking kind of crazy tonight. I don't know. And I think all I don't think all of it is just because of that. Because of you know probably because of some of the things that um uh you know but want to be white and we accept it i don't think it's all that because like i said again because i looked at it like you said brother how white people go and change they want to get dark skinned but they goddamn sure the hell no like i said again ain't no privilege with being black ain't no goddamn black privilege you know you get pulled over by the police and all that old all that old good shit you might get your ass beat beat down or shot or shot or shot so yeah <laughs> Black Lives Matter had to come march for you, so we know damn well <laughs> <laughs> they ain't changing for that. They might be like, I like that. I like that that skin tone. I like that how that's man. And like you said, mm-hmm. brothers, I'm like I said again, like me in in in, in the winter. I mean, damn, the summer. I do. I get a little darker because, like I said, being in the sun, being out there mm-hmm. in that hot sun. Because most of like, especially my uh, unexposed areas, like my arms, sometimes four if I wear long sleeve. Man, I get I don't get super dark, but I get dark as a mother. It's like you be real darker than a damn penny. Real brown, dark. real brown. I used to be kind of light skinned, skinned, skinned back in the days. But I be always being out there working in the sun. I've gotten a lot darker than I used to. Yep. And I remember when brothers used to say, "Man, they see a lot of brothers go to jail." Like when they don't get that sunlight, a lot of brothers lighten up because you inside that building. You're not getting sure do. you're not getting that light. You're not getting the sun. You in the cold. So a lot of people, brother skin, do lighten up when they in there. Sure. And so it, it's a lot. So so somebody goes say, "Damn, bro, what the fuck you been, man? You been using some skin lightening cream? No, fool, I been <laughs> yeah, motherfucker." <laughs> Yep, yep. This this girl I knew, she went to jail and came back, man. I was like, wow, I didn't know you was this light. I said, you need to get you get out in the sun, girl. They took all your color from you. She was locked up for a couple of years, like you said. Her skin, man, got so light and pale. And she's a chocolate Puerto Rican and black uh, girl. And she had a nice, beautiful complexion. But when she went and got locked up, man, she was like, <laughs> she was a, to- a totally different color. Much lighter, much lighter. Damn. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, that shit is crazy. I and it's just some things you just throwing out, man. Hey, you know, hey, it, it's I don't know. I ain't telling nobody to go do it. I ain't trying to do it. Hell to the no. I'm not trying to do it. Um, but this this I know what I want. Get into this. Alpha male might try it. Oh, no, Alpha male probably you, try it. You know, goddamn well, Alpha male ain't going. <laughs> oh, he ain't gonna try. He might. Yeah. Uh oh. Might be some benefits for him. Uh oh. You know that well. He might he be able to get. Might be able to get closer to Suzette. Dude, you, might, you, <laughs> you might get David Israel quicker than you get Alpha Male. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm just playing man. Alpha Male. I'm just joking, bro. I'm getting mad. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. And uh, uh, um, I was um, you seen this thing about this corona? Well, going back coronavirus, right? Going back to this this vaccine. I seen this thing. I don't know how true it is, y'all. It was a video. What his brother had supposed to got a shot 
got the, took the vaccine, and he got a uh, a thing they call a stud meter. You know, brothers in construction use it, I guess, to find the studs in the wall, and I guess some metal that's in the wall so they can know how to nail it. And he used that. He was using that that meter to um, and he put it up to his arm, and the damn thing was going off. Whatever what? he got to shit, he put it up to his arm. And the damn thing were, was going off, man. Yeah. Well, get out of here. I'm like, damn. And then, but, you know, somebody else said they seen, um, they seen some more people were saying they did that same test. I was like, damn. And the same thing happened? The same thing happened to them, too? Same thing happened. I'm like, whoa. And uh, 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 my good brother sent me a video. Last time I just said, good brother, y'all, because I don't want to put anybody's video out on some things that get sent. I don't want to put no names to it. So, real brother sent me, sent me and, and he was talking about um, what's going on. And I saw this before. Uh, I didn't see it personally, but I saw some things out on the Internet. People was, was showing this, how mm-hmm. uh, they wondering, okay, here, I'm going to pull this article right fast. It says a text, Texas doctor is trying to figure out why uh, COVID-19 patients are growing massive size tongues. Have y'all what? seen that before? People tongues oh, swelling up and they can't even close their mouth. Man, that's... No, man. Yeah, I'm looking at the video. I mean, not the video, the picture. Yeah, they're wondering why. I'm telling you, man, it's so many effects. Disturbed. And then I've, I've seen... And I, and think, think about this. That Johnson & Johnson... Johnson and Johnson, a company who have had so many goddamn lawsuits, still owe, I don't know, probably damn near probably billions. I don't know the number now. So much money in lawsuits. Y'all remember that powder, right? Causing cancer. Mm-hmm. Yep. And here is, y'all gonna trust Johnson and Johnson to give you a freaking vaccine when they got all of this 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 this, this lawsuit for a cancer because of powder? Right. We were with. Oh, man, come on, bro. They, 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 you know, people make mistakes. They change. Okay. They, they make mistakes, right? They change, right? Why is it that then, soon they come out with the vaccine, they come out and start saying they're giving people blood clots. And now they're telling you, and they, remember, they stopped it. They stopped people they from stopped taking it. it. They stopped and then it. they yep. came right back and said, oh, okay, well, um, y'all can go ahead and go on. You can go ahead and uh-huh. take it. Y'all crazy Only six hate. died. Only six died. Only six died. Only. And that's a little, and that's probably a lot. And and the thing about it is, is what again, they are giving you some protein and they're giving you the coronavirus. That's why you getting this shit because it was, again, it was stated that some people had the blood clots, clots, I've heard, before the vaccine, just from the coronavirus itself. So why are you, why was the coronavirus itself the reason the coronavirus was giving you that and then here turn around Johnson Johnson things see what are they using in there what are they using in their vaccines that's making you have the blood clots Pfizer them are uh, uh, are not using they they mm-hmm. we all know they're probably using different chemicals or something like maybe to that degree what are they using in their thing. So I hadn't heard anything about the Pfizer. I don't know if it's the Pfizer still that maybe the the, the, the people with their tongues hanging out. What 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 uh what vaccines are they using that's making their tongues and stuff hang out and a lot of other stuff. 
Uh, and a lot of people, I think, that they were, you know, getting sick behind all of this type of stuff. And here's the trip part. They're talking about right now. Here, here's what they're going to get. They're trying to get people with on the slick. Y'all better pay attention. Now, this would uh the COVID-19 passports and all this shit going to come in at. Listen, pay attention to what they're doing. Now they're saying if you're fully vaccinated, you can go anywhere you want to damn near. You don't have to wear a mask. You don't have to do this because you, you fully vaccinated. Thing is, how do that everybody's fully vaccinated if you're not checking? And you don't, you're not, if you don't have an ID or ain't nobody checking you, you walk into Walmart or all these places now or hell, a basketball game, and you ain't checked. How do you know? If this person is vaccinated, he ain't got no mask on. You're like, well, shit. Because that's what they're trying to say. Well, a lot of people just can walk around, just take his mask off. How do they know I'm vaccinated? See, mm-hmm. that's what bullshit is going to come in and say. Because that's what well, they throwing out like that, too. And that people I ain't going to act like So, go ahead. No, on the same note, I heard that if you wasn't vaccinated, that you should keep your mask on when you go places. But if that's you wasn't, true. Yeah, so that's what they said. But then I'm hearing again, if you were vaccinated and you still remove your mask, you still can catch the coronavirus. That That's true. That's always been the thing. You know, okay. But check this out, brother. So that means we got to have a – now, wait a minute. Come on. Come on now. So you mean to tell me we trust people now. We honestly trust people to be genuine and be true. You vaccinate. I ain't ain't nobody got no way to check it. So hey, if y'all been fully vaccinated, y'all could take y'all masks off. But oh, whoa, 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 whoa. y'all ain't been vaccinated, y'all leave y'all masks on. So you mean to tell me we really think everybody's gonna be truly honest? When hell, when they was telling people to put masks on, people were like, we ain't put no goddamn masks on. You got me messed up. So now all of a sudden, we gonna really trust them? See that? Not that's only that's that. yeah. Go ahead, but that's the bullshit. It is that's when the card gonna come in at. After you go get your vaccine shot, then you get your second shot. Then the people that I've been around, right after they've gotten their second shot, and it's been a lot of people. I just end up next to them or near them, hearing them talk about what's going on and how much pain they're in, and how bad their shoulder hurts. So there's many people who say that same thing. All right, so once you take the shot, you go home. You're around everybody at your crib. You go to the store. You Now they're telling you take your mask off. You just had your shot a few days ago. Oh, you can take your mask off. You go places. You might bust a sneeze out. If you do... You are a super spreader because you have a vaccine that you just took that has this coronavirus stuff in it. So you're going to be spreading coronavirus after you take a shot, or you're going to be spreading germs. Don't put it that way. You're going to be spreading, and people can catch whatever you got. So you become a super spreader after you take that second shot or the shots, whatever it is. That's the only point. Go ahead, sir. Hmm. And like you said, what is the benefit, though? Like you said, well, I know the benefit. You're not going to get as sick. But like you said, they're telling you 
you still can get the virus. Now, my thing, okay, okay. But you're not going to get that sick. My thing is, if I... If you're going to tell me to get the vaccine, it means that it's going to stop you from getting it. Point blank period. If you got the vac, I mean the vaccine, and you ain't going to get sick. That shit ain't going to, man. It's going to be like a force field. It cannot penetrate your system at all. Don't tell well, you're, you're going to get it, but, you know, you're still going to have probably running old lit fever. But you're not going to get it sick, sick to the degree that you're going to be feeling like you're about to die. You're going to be on the ventilator. No, you're not going to get it. Hey, man, kind of, Somebody took the vaccine, and a week later, they tested positive for coronavirus. Because cause why? They're giving you, injecting you. Because that's how they're telling you it's building your immune system up. They put it in you, so when it when when you run across it again, you're like, oh, okay, I seen this before. Your body was like, oh, I seen this before. Oh shit, I got it in my system. Oh, this Corona, <laughs> it's the other me. <laughs> I know what this Basically, is. Basically, nah, they're injecting that type. Yeah, they're you're you're injecting some foreign things in your body. You don't even have no idea what's going on. There's all kinds yep. of things going on that they're doing. You don't even have a clue what's going on. Mm-hmm. There's all it's kinds like, of <laughs> micro, what they call um, yep. micro nanotechnology, mm-hmm. which is some very small stuff you can't even see with the naked eye at all. And you got to have a super microscope to see micro, I mean, um, nano particles in the vaccine that's going to flow throughout your body and do different things and have different jobs to do. And look at those syringes. All of those syringes, like they specially made. I, I, everywhere I've seen, they've shown these syringes. It's not like the other syringes you've been seeing. It's like all of these syringes all over the United States. They show it a uh, different type of syringe than the regular syringe. You might just go if you got diabetes. Your your, your diabetic syringes. They're mm-hmm. totally different. They're totally different. Hey, are there so, are there any callers on the line somewhere? No, nah, ain't nobody can't. Well, no. Nah, How about giving out the phone number? We they went out, so we still got 20 minutes, so everybody probably listening in. Okay, give so, out the phone number. So, yeah. So, anyway, I guess anybody want to call in, and uh, we did have a call earlier. We hung up. I was trying to get the show uh, started. So, yeah, we got it at 503. Y'all want to come in with anything y'all can talk about? Y'all ain't going to talk about what we're talking about. Just come on in here at 563 3552. One more time, y'all. Come on in here and chop in, chiming in, man. Tell us what y'all got going on. Might be anything. There's five, uh, every code, five, six, three, three, nine. Nine, nine, nine. Yes, sir. You don't like saying it. I'll say it for you. Nine, nine, nine. Thirty-five. What's the rest? Hold tight, bro. God damn. We got a fucking war zone out here, man. These mother don't let off about 20 rounds, brother. Man, I'm gonna have to get right me a, your house. somewhere. No, I didn't run out, but it's it's close. Okay. Well, I tell you, man. Well you, well, you know Memorial Day right around the corner, so it's probably them fireworks, man. Nah, them gunshots, that Jack. Them Negroes killing oh. Negroes, black on black crime. <laughs> yep. Well, that's, that's, that's allegedly, allegedly. No, nah, ain't no alleged. No, nah, that ain't alleged. That's a facto. That's is a fact, though. It's like a man. Where I'm at over here, brother. It's you know, it, it's been they said, it's been like they having a turf war, a gang, a gang drug war going on around here. So now that is a fact. It, it's happened every damn near every day. Damn okay. every day. 
Um, that was a video. We talk about something else. We be talking about the coronavirus. I be looking at different stuff on YouTube. Just going through, stir- and I be checking out the weather pattern. I don't know if y'all want to check out the y'all be checking out these weather patterns, man, and keep your eye open. Now, for me to you know study the Bible tonight, even though I'm like home, you talk about certain things about divine chastisement. <laughs> y'all know about mm-hmm. the man you rain, sleet, snow, and hail to, to chastise and stuff like that. And That's right. True. So That's you look right. at them. You did it real good last it. year in Texas. Yeah, and, and, and Louisiana right now is getting it. Peace to our family down there and all the brothers and sisters, everybody down in Louisiana, man. Hope y'all are safe down there. Um, they getting hit with massive floods. I seen uh, some part of Mexico, man, uh, man, flooded out. But one thing I was looking at, so you talk about the coronavirus, Wuhan, Wuhan, China, again, mm-hmm. again, a, a, a major natural, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but getting a major natural ass whooping right now. Now, and I say that because... Wow, that's what what's they going on over there, son, right? They say that the coronavirus came from out of that lab in Wuhan. You know, you, 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 you know, you know Trump said that yeah, I know shit, about they, all that. Man, bro, I seen this a video. they showing over there. They getting tornadoes. They're getting all, man, so many massive, they're getting tornadoes. They're getting massive hailstorms. they even been wow. getting They've been showing buildings been falling down because of these storms. Oh, bro. Yeah, they're trying to clean it up, man, for real. It's been cut. you know what they do over there? You know what they do over there? What's that? They have markets where they go out and buy dried animals, a dried-up mm. dog. A dried up cat, dried up bats, uh, dried up other kind of animals, pets that they put all in cages, and then people go to the market and buy them, and then they eat them. They eat mm-hmm. these animals, and so the creator is not pleased with people acting like uh, savages and uh, people who. <clears throat> Who don't got good sense? You know where you should be eating a dog or a cat or bats and stuff, and then that causes all kinds of diseases. And then y'all want to travel all over the place and then sneeze on somebody and bring all them germs from eating animals with you, and then that stuff is contagious. And then they jump off on other people. That's where the coronavirus really came from because they eat all these crazy things. They eat bats and dogs. Big dogs, little dogs, tall, right. small. You better be careful going to get you with that hate crime. It's nasty, man. It's real sick to do that. So, I mean, it's really, it's, and they just do it like it ain't nothing. They have a whole market of this thing. You know, people coming up there buying a dead dog and so they can go home and cook it and eat it. Come on now. Where they do that at? China. We don't do that nowhere around here. But that's that's, that's, that's the uh, consistent though. That's part of their culture. But that's uncivilized. Hey, well. And that's why that's why the creator is punishing them with the storms, because he's gonna flood yeah. them out, dry them up, and just get rid of all that stuff. You know, with the storms and everything. Let's get I rid would, of all I, that. I wouldn't say. Uh, just this is my personal opinion. I wouldn't say nature or, or you say nature or the creator will 
chastise them because of what they're eating. I know it, I know that sounds unusual for me saying, saying that because this wasn't the Torah. You're not supposed to eat this. You're not supposed to eat that. But I, I, I wouldn't say that because even there's a pause, even in even the Holy Quran, I speak about the Quran as well. It would tell you, you know, because they're supposed to keep the same dietary laws as uh, the children of Israel, right? Trying to follow, don't eat the pork and all that. But right. even in the, there's a part in the Holy Quran, and it even tells you, don't be a fool. Now, if you was in a place, right, and you were starving, nothing else around, and there's a fat-ass pork chop sandwich right there, but you're not supposed to eat pork, and there's nothing else that you can eat, don't be no fool and die and starve to death. Eat that right. damn poach up sandwich until you are able to get somewhere. That's and right. Eat all that. That's all you got in your bag, man. Some some mm. some some pork beef jerkies in your bag, and you don't got mm-hmm. crap on somewhere. Hey, man, you better eat them goddamn beef jerkies. So the thing here is, and I know, see, <laughs> it, it that would be now we wouldn't probably eat dogs, yeah, or cats and bats because. That's not our delicatessen. That's not something that we like, that we deal with. That's not a part of our culture. But over there, it may be so, and we might say that's uncivilized because, you know, for, for us, yeah, it may be uncivilized. But uh, them, I, that's their part of their tradition, their culture. I mean, hey, that's their, what they eat. It's just like we, we, we over here, we eat, what's their spaghetti? What they say that come from? That's an Italian dish. We we'll eat this spaghetti and love spaghetti, but I know that's not a dog or nothing. It's like other things. Some people might see what do we eat over here? Okay, I got it. Perfect you eat thing. cows, you eat uh, go, you eat pigs, go, you eat chicken. Go to some parts of and, India and, and eat a, Go to some parts of India and try to talk about ask for a hamburger. Go over there and try to ask for a hamburger. They probably <laughs> lock your ass up. You killing that sacred cow? You ain't even eat this sacred cow. No, we don't eat no. Uh, uh-uh. we don't eat we don't eat beef over here. We don't eat cows. You know what I'm saying? That's that's our deity, you know, whatever. Now, nah, like I said again, yeah, I, I went into the. Mhm. I went into the Indian restaurant. Yeah. I went in the Indian restaurant. This young guy was in there working as an Indian uh, food restaurant. So he says he was 19. I asked, how old are you? I'm 19. And so I ordered a veggie sandwich and whatnot. And um, he told me, he said, he's never eaten meat. I said, wow, okay, man. I said, you know, I stopped eating meat a long time ago. I said, that's cool. He said, said, yeah, we don't eat meat uh, from where, you know, the part of India that he's from. They don't eat any meat. And so he, he don't eat meat. So you write on the cow, the sacred cow and that. I mean, it's part of, like, certain customs of other people. Look how close India is to China. And look how the, Indi- the Indians have civil, act civil and have a civil diet where they eat real clean and real righteously. Like, their food is really done well. It's like a cuisine. Every time you eat Indian food, it's a cuisine. No matter what, even they got the kind where they serve meat to people who eat meat, and it's done so well, you know, it's just really done very well, however they do it. But you go over to China right next door, they're eating daggone your, the pet that used to walk the street and you used to have them on a leash, but you ain't got no money. You're going to go take this pet and get $30 at the market for them so you can have $30, and you're going to kill it and kill it and have somebody buy it. And then you keep doing that. You going home and having um, 
this dog have sex with this dog, and now you got eight puppies, you rushing them to the market. These little puppies now is being eaten by somebody because you you know it's just a, 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 a uncivilized way of living and way of thinking on you know making sure you have a good diet and you're not violating your body and the laws of the creator you know who to give you the natural laws that give you common sense or good sense to know you should eat a bat something that fly that's filthy and nasty and a dog okay. that what, what would be the difference without I mean, what's the difference between eating a bat and a chicken there's a whole lot of difference oh, because there's okay. so much disease inside okay. of a bat america eat rattlesnakes they eat possums they eat, that's they nasty eat. too and that's not civilized either so that's that. when you, when so you like, have an alternative you do have an alternative. You should not have to eat a rattlesnake or a possum. That's just something that you do because you don't, you don't really think. You're not thinking of a good diet for your body. You're thinking of just settling a certain um, fleshly need that you want to have to uh, to, to make you feel uh, good. But other than that, that's not civilized to eat that. Now, here's something. That, okay, like a lot of people over here in America, they eat steaks. They eat steaks, right? And they eat the damn yep. steak, blood, run, blood running out of it and all. And then a lot of black folk love steak, too. Now, some people are like, hey, man, uh-uh. like me, I, I, don't, I don't like steaks. I do not deal with steaks. Hell no. Y'all can have it. And uh, especially medium raw, however. I don't even want it burnt. I don't, <laughs> medium I, rare. Yeah, <laughs> you I don't want like medium it. raw? Oh, my goodness. That ain't even good. I'm just saying, yeah, I don't like steaks point blank, period. I don't like them. But it ain't, it ain't, it ain't you know, you got to have a little blood. Here's something. A little, else. that's what you call rare. And then the blood's running yeah. through it. And then, you know, you can but, eat the blood and mix it with your uh, rice. Ah, but but we don't say that's uncivilized. So it we don't is call uncivilized, it uncivilized. But I do. A lot I do. of people eat it. They say, hey, man. But check this out. Now, here's something here in the, in the, in the Tanakh, right? Or in the Torah. We go to the book of Leviticus. Um, in the law dealing with the dietary, the book of now this laws dealing with uh, uh, social order and food as well. But uh, the book of Leviticus, right, nineteen and twenty six, straight this clear point. It says, "Ye shall not eat anything with blood. You shall not eat anything with blood in it. You, and that's true. You shouldn't eat if you got blood still running out of it. That you're not supposed to." And take that and put that into your mouth. We don't like that. And that, now that's not now people talk about the Bible. Now that's from the African tradition. Now, because I told y'all, man, it's like these are African traditions. You still look at the Bible. Said so don't eat anything blood running out of it. You don't eat that like that. But that's the tradition that here in America, one thing. Where do we? Eat, where do we get that from, Son Ray Nine? Where do we get that from? What's that? That. That tradition or that custom of eating a rare steak with blood running through it. Where do we learn that from? From uh, you know who we are. It's Captain K, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uncle, exactly. Uncle Bungo. Yeah. <laughs> now nah, I don't exactly. know. Yeah, probably. Hey, I took up coordinator rock class, right? Uh-huh. But some reason, you know, cooking, y'all. I'm just be telling y'all. I'm just telling. You. I just took a class. And 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 old funk ass chef, excuse my French, 
you know, we, we was cooking, uh, what was it? We was cooking. It wasn't steaks. It, it was. It was some steaks and something else we was cooking. It had to be blood running out of it. And he made the damn old, now, I guess this is a racist statement for real. These are not pork chops. You don't cook these like you do pork chops. And, you know, you know he was trying to say, talking to, uh, you know, black folk uh-huh. love pork chops. We cook these. You don't cook these like you cooking pork chops. Yeah, I'm like, man, I, yeah. So we had to have the blood and all that. You cut it, the blood running. Man, it's like it's like almost if the animal, just like the the cow would have fell down on the ground, I might have just gone as soon as he fell down, just gone bite the goddamn cow, just like that. <laughs> just gonna eat them raw, just like ain't no what ain't no use to put no heat on it a little bit. You just gonna be right. just like that, just because that's what you're basically doing. You do not eat because that right there is unnatural. Because like you said now about the the, the bats and all of that, because. Now, I, I agree with because the bats and stuff they got uh rabies and a lot of other stuff like that pertaining to the to the to the uh to the bats and stuff. Even dogs sometimes have rabies. That's why you have to get their rabies shots at a certain when they get to a certain age. But even with that, blood it's blood, man, like the um a lot of germs in the blood, parasites that's in that blood. And when you eating that damn steak raw like that. You're intaking that germ. That's why they tell you to cook your food thoroughly, to cook out those impurities, cook out those parasites by that heat, and it's supposed to kill those things. But you got a damn, you barely put a heat on it, just leave it it's all pink. Nah, that's not, no, that's not right. It is not, you know, and it's like for your health reasons. That's why a lot of stuff that's in the Bible, y'all see a lot of dietary laws and things that's in the Bible. And you think, man, man, this God just strict, man. He don't want you to eat it down. Why he don't want you to eat it? It's, it's because of health reasons. You wonder why a lot of people running around here sick, about to pass out. You got diabetes. You got this. You got that. Your cholesterols. It's because of certain things you eating. And you just think, man, the God of the Bible just being strict. He don't want you to eat it. Or he or she, hell, y'all. There's a lot of things that's been in there to help you. To sustain your life. That's why we call it. That's the right. Torah or the Torah means the laws. Or some people say the laws, the teaching of instruction is instructions to help you maintain this. What you may say, this avatar, this physical body while you are here. So, yes, it's a lot of stuff to tell you about the intakes. Don't eat pork. Don't eat. Uh, what's them damn thing? I don't eat no more. Um, I didn't eat them because I didn't really like shrimp. Because what they call them mm-hmm. bottom feeders and not scavengers. Yeah, scavengers. I don't eat shrimp because because they, they they eat anything like a hog eat anything. They said like a hog will eat a damn rattlesnake, and you will turn around and eat that damn rattlesnake and poison that snake and beef, and you will eat that, and um and you turn around My and you ingest you ingesting whatever he's ingesting. But go ahead, brother. My friend used to make this catfish, and it would, he would put barbecue sauce on it after he was, you know, after he could finish cooking and everything. And I'd eat it, and it was so good. But this was before I had knowledge itself. So <laughs> after knowledge itself and everything, I stopped eating catfish, and I just eat the kind of fish that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad would say that was good for you to eat instead of just eating anything. And I recognized. That um, the flounder fish is a scavenger fish. Mm. I used to eat the flounder, man, back in the day. When I got to New York, I would go to the store, uh, to the restaurant, and order uh, 
some fried flounder with the French fries. And so I go home and eat it to my father's house. And then after I ate it, my stomach would feel funny. Every time, I ain't recognize this, but just after enough time, I started picking up on it. But what happened was after I ate the fish, because they give you three pieces, and I probably ate all three. And so after I ate it, it felt like something was moving around in my stomach. Felt like the fish wasn't quite dead or something. I wasn't, you know, it just felt like something kept moving around in my stomach. And so after not eating that type of fish anymore and eating like whiting or porgies or some type of a blue fish or whatever they got, some kind of good fish, uh, then I wouldn't have that kind of feel or wouldn't feel that type of way. But I think because that fish is a scavenger, it might have made my stomach feel creepy like that. Now, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad put himself through several tests using food in order to write the How to Eat to Live books, book one and two. So he would uh, remember what he was taught by Farad, and he would gather the information from what he was taught from him and to make sure or to see whether it was true, he would try it on himself. So if Farad told him something wasn't good or something would do something to you a certain way or make you feel a certain way, he would give himself a chance and go through that experience and then find out what he said was true. So he did that as he wrote those books, and he mentioned how he put himself to the test for us in order for us to know some of these foods that we shouldn't be eating. Um, He talked a lot about some of the grafted foods, the foods that are grafted and that are not natural or weren't made by the creator and were made by man. And he would say to stay away from those ones. And one that I can recall is the grapefruit is a grafted fruit that, um, you know, you shouldn't mess with. It's poison, something like that. Uh, It's been a while since I even looked inside those books, and I don't have one currently because every time I limb one out, it never gets back to me. So i got to buy another couple of books from about, you know, how to eat to live. But, yeah, he put himself through a lot of tests for the people by using himself and his body as a test model for whether if he said that potatoes are no good for you to eat, like white potatoes. They don't offer you anything of any substance. They only offer fat, and there's no nutrition involved in them. And they're really made for other animals or a different type of a beast that would eat these kind of things that would be good for him when he would have no problem with it. So he would frown on um, uh, those uh, white potatoes and white um, rice because uh, it's bleached out. And he said, well, if you're going to eat the rice, you get some brown rice. And he would mention that the only bean 
says it's the best, well, he would say the best bean to eat is the navy bean. That's the best bean. That's the most uh, nutritious for you to eat. So he's just, you know, he laid it all out there in those books. And uh, you can continue on, my brother, what you were saying. I'm just going to throw out right fast. We got three minutes left, uh, live left in the show. You want to go into overtime with us, you can call in and join the overtime show. Um one more time, y'all. That number is five six three three nine 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 nine. Justice would say thirty five fifty. You call me. Yes, sir. That's nine to the ninth power of nine. That's our number, man. Most definitely. I think Blog Talk for giving me that number. Nine to the ninth power of nine. Yeah, that's what it is. That's that Afro with that that kingly yes, number. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, man. Like I said, the diet is is, is uh, real. Is, and I, and I was listening to some uh, some brothers that was having a build or well, a class. They was talking about. I think they was on the street having a street class, and they were just talking about the foods. And they were just talking about how not only probably they we look at maybe how they might try to kill us. You know, just say like police shooting down and the other things. But the most way they're killing us is through our food, the food that has happened so-called in the black communities. You know, you have stores, and I know, like, some people, you know, you can't go to, like, Whole Foods and, and buy some of this, you know, that expensive. Some things be expensive. You can't afford to go in and buy a whole bunch of uh, things if you're on a fixed income. So they will put certain stores in our neighborhood, like, I don't know if there's in everybody in, in certain cities. I'm just calling them out anyway. Some like a save a lot. You got super loads and stores like that, and and certain mm-hmm. they put in your neighborhood is full of preservative, artificial this and all man yep. just made up, grafted like you said, brother. Just just I don't know, just shit made out of cardboard and this, that, and another yeah. in our communities, and we wonder why they say a lot of our people in the black community we are the most unhealthy people in the community and there's a lot of stuff that what we're uh, digesting and what we're intaking and and a lot of it is man you think you might be eating it but it's like the type of food that maybe you all of you can afford to buy you know what i'm saying you can't like say go to whole food and and and, and buy buy out and pay out all this it's organic and a lot of this shit they call organic ain't truly organic as they say but um so it's a lot of stuff that they're killing us by what we are uh, intaking man, we don't you know we don't know. And so Would you we, believe that in the hood right. here, that a vast majority of what people eat is the Chinese food from the Chinese restaurant? Damn. You know how you know how unhealthy that is all the time. That's all you eat every day. Roman noodles. Basically, no, it's worse, worse than that. Because first of all, all right. You ordering wings and some what what do you put with that? You get some rice or some French fries or something, right? So that's all greasy and and not really healthy. And then somebody wants um they want some beef this or that, or they want the pork fried this or that. And this is every day, and so this is going into your body, going into your mind, going into your attitude, going into the way you your way of thinking. If you eating unhealthy food, fried foods, foods you don't really even know what it is, 
It might say beef this or that, or it might say um, chicken this or that, but you don't even really know if that's what you really eat. And then if it is something other than what you thought you was ordering, how is that affecting you? How is that feeling thing? Then you got the blue drink with, you know, the homemade blue drink. That's the the blue um, dyes that's in this drink. Then they got the, the orange drink. That's the homemade one from the Chinese store. And they put it in a container and put it, you know, with a top on it, like you can see through it. And then they got the other colored drinks that people come in there and buy. And um, all of that is contamination. So when you drink these drinks, you're contaminating your body with blue dye, red dye, yellow number 40, uh, red, I mean, yellow number 5, red 40, blue, blue lake, and then blue number 6, and uh, these other number dyes and colors and stuff that you contaminating yourself with. And it does have an effect on you. All kinds of ways, your attitude, your overall health, and uh, and the way in which how you interact with people. If they're doing the same thing, creates a certain uneasiness to a person when they're not eating a healthy diet all the time. Because as soon as a, uh, a, a conflict of interest happens or two people start arguing about something, they immediately take it too far. Instead of trying to talk it out, they are already ready to go at war. And a lot of that comes from putting in your body that makes you feel a certain way and react a certain way, think a certain way, and behave a certain way. Because if all you're constantly doing is eating something that you don't really know what it is, and it's dead, and it's death, and you're putting this dead death in your body, and it's, uh, it should have been buried underground after it died, but you'd rather eat it. Uh, usually you bury stuff or something that lives. You bury it after it, it lives under the ground. You know, after it died, put it in your in your mouth and then swallow it and put it in your body. You're not supposed to anyway. Well, that's what we seem to do. But you're eating all of these dead products, and it affects your body and it affects your mind a certain way to make you act on the level of an animal when you're constantly eating animals who didn't choose to live or come or at least choose to die the way that they die about their life that they uh, could have and more than likely should have come in a meal to somebody. Um <clears throat> And it was just left alone. So most people wouldn't go out and kill any animals on their own and to survive. They would rather do something different because a lot of people don't have a killing bone in their body for an animal. A lot of people, they wouldn't uh, kill a cow or uh, even a pig or a lot of people wouldn't even kill a chicken to survive and eat as it would be gross for them. It would be uh, something like, wow, I had to actually kill this thing after that. What do I have to do? All right, I got the cow 
and I knocked him down and um, I done stabbed him over and over again in his neck area and he's laying down here. All right, I did what I'm supposed to do. Now what? Okay, I got this big cow out here. Nobody else out here to help me. I got to survive. I'm going to eat. Um, what, what what do I do next? And <laughs> you're looking at this dead animal that you killed right there on the ground. And you're trying to figure out what you're supposed to do next. All right, you figure out something. All right, well, I guess I got to cut some of this uh, body off here. I got to cut this area in the back here or side, maybe some beef in there and all like that. So you do your thing, you cut it, and now what you got? You got, you cut a big square of meat, a big piece, and now you got this big animal laying out there. What are you going to do with the rest of that animal? You got you a piece of meat now, though. Now what you about to do with that piece of meat? You got a whole animal out here on the ground. You got a big piece of meat in your hand. What's next? Hmm. I'm just saying. Like, what, what do you think? What are we thinking here? It, that's a... Uh, Something that you wouldn't even do on your own. Not many people are going to go kill a cow to have a hamburger. They're not just going to do this. They're going to let somebody else sin become their sin. Mm. Because that's a sin to kill something. And then you're eating something that somebody is really, um, what they would say, capitalizing off your ignorance and selling you something that they killed, and now you eating it. And you would have never even killed it in the first place because you'd be too scared to and wouldn't know what to do after you killed it. Oh, just run that back. You say it's a sin to kill something? Kill something to eat or just? Uh, I mean, for like what I just said, you just need a piece of meat and you kill the whole animal and all you're going to do is get that big piece of meat you cut out of his body. Well, now, what's, now what happens? Just gonna leave that big animal who had a greater purpose um, than you coming along and seeing him, and you hungry, and you just killed this poor cow, and now the cow's laid out there. Meanwhile, the next day, he had all this milk that you could have milked this cow and got all this milk from the cow, and you could have stored the milk in bottles and then rehab went and had it processed or whatever. Uh, you know how they repasteurize it. And then after you finished milking that cow, you could have went out into the field and put a plow on the back of the cow and then had the cow go forward as you planted some seeds with the cow. And then you could have been eating off some of the, uh, you know, the stocks of corn out there, eating either the leaves of the corn or eating some of the corn for your survival purposes or reach down and grab uh, some tomatoes or something out there that you've been growing or some cucumbers and stuff and different things you've been growing out in your garden to survive and not have to kill anything for survival because the thing that you kill could be something that could be the greatest thing that could help you for your life and to help you to, to sustain life and to eat and to keep eating and to make sure that animal is taken care of and to make sure that nothing happens to it because this is the best thing that you have. This cow is sacred. This is a cow that helps. This cow has this milk, and it can put the plow on. He can pull a big plow while I'm planting seeds and stuff. And he can chill over there and eat the um, eat all this grass and, and keep down the um, keep all the the vegetate keep all the grass down out there so it won't be all high up in the you know you can't see out in the field now he keeps the field clean and everything 
There's a whole lot of purpose. Instead of you eating, coming along, you hungry one day, you kill them, and you don't even know what to do with the daggone thing. Now you done messed up everything because of your selfishness. So right. you and your family hungry, so this cow is uh, whatever, the only thing that's there, you need meat, whatever. So You don't need meat. You can eat grass just like the cow did. He got the same kind of teeth you got. He got the same kind of digestive system that you have. He lives off of eating herbs and vegetation. You can live the same way. All you got to do is put your neck down there on the ground like he did and eat some grass, and I bet you you're going to live. But make sure you get some water to flush it down with. Other than that, that's all the cow do. He ain't looking for no meat. The cow ain't thinking about no sandwich or no beef or no pork or no chicken or no goat. He ain't thinking about that stuff. That ain't on his mind. Only because thing on he, his mind is eating something not, that he want to eat. He got the same kind of teeth you got. He don't got no big fangs. He got the same kind of teeth, the same type. You look in his mouth and you look in my mouth, we got the same type of teeth. Therefore, we ain't supposed to be eating nothing that, 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 that's a big animal that you, got to, uh, that you got to kill with your own teeth and bite down on and eat right away. What animal you know go and cook some food? No. If it's an animal that eat meat, he go and eat that thing up right away. He Come on, brother. Now, hold on, hold on. Now, we got to be a little more. See, now we trying to be too technical. What animal go and cook food? Now, we know damn well we ain't the same as that animal. He go and cook food. Another That's my point. He's not. The animal, that animal is is way different from us. Maybe that's why he's custom designed for, I mean, I'm just saying the custom designed that he eat natural, you know, like deer, they go out and eat. That's what they did. That's the same teeth as a deer. Off the, thing, uh, off the, the uh, vegetation of the land. But you do he's have animals that do eat meat. Like, you do have animals that eat, eat other right. animals. Yeah. Like, you got buzzards. Buzzards and, and vultures dead, dead other dead animals and things. They eat meat. They eat meat. They eat an animal eat so fast. Who do? But that's but that's what he's designed to do. He's basically be the he's up. He's the cleanup. We're not. We're not. But still, again, you who's who's to say that? See, like I hear like like people be talking about. Well, we supposed to be vegans, and and I I don't know. I ain't get too deep into that conversation about the food and this like that. But people like say, well, when we meet, and I heard a lot of people ask, well, where you get your protein from? If you're not eating the meat, what are you getting your protein from? See, even you where I all kinds protein, of sources. Which is the protein shake come from your vegetables. Proteins come right direct from vegetables. Okay, but who? Okay, how how do you know we're supposed to just be eating vegetables? How do you know that? Okay, you can eat more than just everything vegetables. Has, everything is life. Everything is life. You want if we want to get technical, everything is life. A plant is life. It's a life form. It's a life germ. It comes from a life germ. It's life. Don't don't it? It start off as a probably as a seed. It start off as something. It grows and it sprouts. It grows. It's living. It's, it's a living thing, right? Because it's growing, and it's life. And when you cut it, was it made down, for you to do that by the Creator. That's what He okay, intended for you to do. He said, "Let the fruit be your meat." Right there in Genesis, let the fruit be your meat. 
that you don't want to you don't want to go to the Bible because then now you just killed your own self. You want to go to the Bible, go you ahead, kill your own go self. ahead. Because, no, no, I'm saying it. Now, I said you don't 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 go to the Bible now because you're gonna kill your own self about eating meat I because understand. it understand. tells you about you can eat lamb, you can eat goat. It tells you they gotta kill, but there's a way that you do it. Even when the you kill that lamb, the man in that Bible, every way that you even do it, like we can, we get animals go to a slaughterhouse. That's what I'm gonna get into. We get animals go to a slaughterhouse. You know, you're not supposed to kill an animal when he's in fear. If that animal's terrified, know you finna kill him. He's in fear. You're not supposed to just kill it. It's supposed to almost like you, you calm the animal down and just then, you know. If you I, do, what happens? If you do, then what happens? But now I'm just saying they say you're not supposed to do that. You don't kill an animal when he's startled or in fear like that. You know, that's why when they finish the gets released never. from the animal. I'm just, let me, t- can I say it somewhere? And what? You go ahead. Go ahead. A fear enzyme gets released in a scared animal when he knows he's about to be dead and be, get killed, right? And so this enzyme is something like a protectant for himself or his body or his spirit. And it's released right before he's killed. So it's like, ah, and then he's killed. So he just, he just released the fear enzyme. And so the enzyme is in the body of the deceased. And now whatever you're doing with the body, the enzyme is all throughout the body. So by the time you get it to your plate and you stab it with your fork and eat it, that fear enzyme is being eaten. And the fear enzyme goes into you. And now you have some other kind of ways of feeling after you get through eating this thing. You ever ate something, and then after you finish eating it, you say, man, I feel different. I don't feel like I did right before I ate this. You ever feel that way? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay, why I that was a fear enzyme. That was a fear enzyme. But let's go back to something you were talking about not killing the cow. Okay. Now, let's go back. We just go way back. We just try to... Damn, let's just think about it like the caveman and shit like that. And it's cold as hell outside. It's cold and a mother sucker. Now, they had animals out there. Now, they got this 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 big-ass buffalo they seen out there. Now, that buffalo, uh, we can't kill him. We ain't going to kill that buffalo. We hungry as hell. Then we freezing out there. We butt-ass naked. Then somebody had that, you know what? There's a lot of stuff we can get out of that buffalo. We can get meat. And we can get clothing out of it. So they killed them, got the meat, and they made clothing out of it. And shelter. And shelter. Use it for the, the tops or the tents or whatever. So they got a lot of things out of it. So you you might have more than one cow or or whatever to do what you're talking about doing. You have probably one. You, you use it for your meat. You have another one probably over here that you can use for, like, the milk. You got another one that you just use it for a Whatever you do, the plowing, whatever you plow, you, you, different sources that you use it for. You're just not going to get it just for that damn meat. You're going to have it for di- different uh, uh, sources. So, but again, yeah. I mean, but thing about it, like the, even with the plant life, so we want, like we really want to get technical. Where we need to stop eating plants then, because plant has is it, it, a life form. It's a life journey. It's, it's life. Everything is life. Everything has life in it. That's the Everything. right kind of life, though. That's the life. right kind of life. But you That's took the that right life, life. Up. That's the life for you. You plucked it up out of the ground. You stopped it from growing. You killed that no. plant. You took no, its you life. No. Y- y- yes, no. you did. 
I, like I said, if you want to be technical, when you pull it up by its roots and pull it out of the ground, the, the, and, and I'm just putting this in another way, it's like your veins in your body where the blood flows through your veins. The roots that's in the ground from that plant, that's the veins. Water gets through those roots and come into the plant, and, it, and it's just like the blood flowing through your veins. But once you plucked it up out of the ground from the soil, you cut the root. You cut its veins. So you person try to no, commit suicide. No. When a person try to commit suicide, what do they do? They slit their wrist. What are they what are they slicing? No. They're cutting their veins. No so you're doing the same thing to a plant. I know you don't want to get technical, but you know you're talking to Brother Sun right here. You're talking to Coach Freedom Radio. We get technical around here sometimes. When you think about it, as my brother LJ would say, you're doing the knowledge, brother. You got to do the knowledge and just think about it. <laughs> so when we talk about one thing we taking one thing, life, hell, be technical. We taking everything, life. And I got, Dude, I got a flesh. I got a flesh gotta, around that plant. It's life. Flesh? It's a life, brother. Any blood See, in that plant? That's, that's, that's another. Nah, it's just like saying, no if you kill a, I can kill a black person, but I better not kill a white person. Or I better not kill we, a this we person. We both bleed the same blood. It's, it's a life. You, it's life. So now you nitpicking on which a life plant you is food. A plant it's life. Is food. It's life and it's food. That damn animal What's is food. The damn the 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 uh the damn dog. The dog and the cat and the bat. That's food. It's food. I tell you what, get caught on that damn deserted island, get stuck out there somewhere, <laughs> and, 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 and 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 see how you survive. Man, I'll I eat I some grass. I will eat some grass till they come get me. If it sustain you, if you want to be a whatever non meat eater, I, hey, do what you got to do. I mean, I will eat plants. I will eat the leaves off the trees. I will eat things that well, look like they ain't like gonna hurt survive, me. We teach you. If you, I mean, well, I, I, I've learned it. I learned this. If you had this about, excuse me, and you out the man, you eat whatever. Catch a goddamn grasshopper, waltz, You eat Not that me. man. You, you gonna I ain't eat uncivilized. It. It's not about being I'm in the no See, in that particular mode, who are you talking about uncivilized? You out there by your goddamn self. You're trying to survive. Oh, I, you know what? Like I said again, like even the Holy Quran tells you. Now, to tell the Muslim, do not eat. I got to reiterate that again. Don't eat pork. Don't eat pork. You're not supposed to eat pork. But it tells you. Even in the Quran, it says, Allah tells you, don't be no fool. Now, he just told you don't eat pork, but it's the reason why. But he tells you, don't be no damn fool. If you have nothing else and it's in a living die situation, bruh, you better eat that damn pork chop. Now you ain't, I'm not finna destroy I'm you. You ain't going to hell because you ain't uh, no I'm pork chop. I'm going to Gregory. I don't think so. Uh, I'll probably just. I'll fast. I'll fast. You, uh, look for you a carrot. Keep looking for a carrot, Bugs Bunny, and die. Because if there ain't no carrots around, ain't no goddamn. <laughs> Ain't no I'll just drink water for around. 30 days. You're a dead mother sucker. And you went survival Dick Gregory mode. did it. That's Dick Gregory. Dick it. Gregory had a choice. He didn't have to. He just, that was a choice he made. That was a choice. But if he got hungry enough, he, he could have. But that was a choice. When you went to survival. And you're trying to survive and maintain. Now, that survival, he was still a grocery store. He could have stopped at any freaking time he wanted to. They he could have stopped at any freaking time. You know, I'm gonna go back to you know what it Come is. Come on, Dick Gregory. Come on, man. You know, Come on, eat something, do. man. But that was a choice. That was a that was a choice. But we talking about we know we just talking about food. But hey, 
um, it's a lot of, but you know, but the life is life. And I, and I go back, I was going to say something, man. I go back to the master teacher, Dr. York had was saying one time, man, I remember it was a class he did and he was talking about everything that we do. You know, people talking about the devil and stuff, right? And Satan. He basically, he broke it down and, and we can get technical. I said, we can get technical. Uh-huh. Certain basically, like everything that you do is of the devil. Basically walking, right? We said, thou shall not kill. Thou shall not kill. He said, everything that you do is basically, and we'll look at, is of the devil. You say killing and murder is of the devil. And he, he gave it, he broke it down sort of like this. Even when you're walking in your grass, you're killing something. Maybe the grass that you're walking on, you're trumping the grass mm-hmm. down. The grass mm-hmm. down. You're killing microscopic mm-hmm. organisms. You're stepping on ants. You don't know it. You're stepping on <laughs> ants, crushing and killing ants. You're not intentionally doing it. You're just walking in the grass. You don't know the ants are there. You don't know these bugs are out there walking, and you just you killing them. You according to what we're thinking, you murdering these things. You thou should not kill that or well, murder. You just murdered that little ant. You just murdered that worm just minding this little old business. But that's what it's saying. If you really think on it, they're gonna take it. To, like he said again. Even even when we're doing things, we look at this nature, right? They finna build a they finna build a new subdivision, and he used the word. I like how he used the word. He was talking about. We talk about like a child, like in school. They had like said, we got to go out for recess, or we go about we going out for recreation. And think about this word. He said rec recreation. So recreation, you think about. We just finna go out and have a little fun. It's a little play. It's recess time. We having a little recreation. But he said, you know, think about it. And you go out. Again, and when they get ready to make it a subdivision, what do they do? They wreck creation. They got to tear down all the trees to be able to clear out all of this. So they're wrecking creation by tearing down all the trees. That's oxygen right there. They they just got rid of. There's a lot of other Sorry, things. About that animals, deers and everything lives amongst these forests. And they just killed somebody else's home trying to build. So they are wrecking creation to so-called create something. You get it? Yeah. That's How why, that's why you, know, you got to have your master teacher who can think outside the box. Who's think yeah, okay, Mr. Outside the Box. All right, now, uh, now you said, well, we both know this one. All right, so if I kill animal, that's death, right? Now, you said the vegetables, if I pull it up, that's life. I pulled it up, and I got the life. I took the life. So that's life. Then there's mm-hmm. death. So which one you want to eat? You want to eat the life or you death? Your choice. Now, the reason I brought that out, and I, and, I, and I came with it just like that, right, because you was talking about <clears throat> murder, murdering the animal, and you was basically somewhat saying that it was, it was a sin, basically. And again, now being technically, we going with biblical terminology because that's what people basically get seeing and what they did with Bible, right? It wouldn't be a sin. Now, I can't say it is a sin because then again, you would have to know what is a sin. Sin again meaning to transgress, according to people said Bible, to sin or go against the laws and statutes or commandments of the Most High. Right. That's a sin when you do that. But if he told you, you can eat this cow, you can eat this. 
How are you sinning? And he just told you you can do that. You didn't go against that. So that wouldn't be a sin. So that's why I said just be technical on what, what sin is. And that's why I think a lot of people need to know, understand what is a sin according to the Bible, Tanakh, whatever. Even his New Testament, whatever. What a sin is. Okay, people you're, you're a Bible, Bible man. You're a Bible man. You, you've been good. Uh, yeah, huh? but what I brought I'm going to say this right fast. But what I brought up, it was bringing that brought up about the thing, because you were just saying taking an animal's life is murder. That's a life. And I just brought up if we that's why I said if we get technical about it, even since you want I know you probably don't eat meat, but even when you say just eat vegetables, that is a life. Technically. Technically. That's why I brought that up. So whether you eat meat, you kill an animal or whatever it is, you took his life to eat, to sustain your life. You if we want to say that's murder, hey, that plant that you dug up. And, 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 and killed that green, nice green, whatever it was. Uh that's not how that's not how vegetables work. It doesn't work the same way. As, well, why as don't someone you can walk or they can talk ground and die then. Why why you pluck it up from its root and then you eat it? Why are you because plucking it, it up comes, from its root? It comes up naturally. It's like You're a cherry or a grape. It, it's not attached <laughs> to the soul. If you pull an apple off of a tree, you didn't kill the tree. You got the apple off to eat it, just like a but cherry it's, or a grape. It's, it's still going to continue to live. It still lives. It's not dead. It's going to come back next year and the year after that. It's going to do the same job. It's not anymore because that's from that apple. It get its nourishment and get its nourishment, the source from the branches, which is attached to that. Again, that is the vein. There's a vein. Once you detached it from that, that stem that's on that apple, once you detached it from that tree, you just cut off his life source. No, no that, that's the point of the apple. That's why the apple is the apple. That's what its job is, is to feed the human beings. Now, you look right there. The beans, the first, you, just, you just bit the apple and you, you detached it from the tree. You just killed the apple. I understand. I, the apple. I understand. It the has, apple was going to die off anyway. Whether you pull it off of there or not, it's going to fall off eventually. Why don't you wait? Because okay, it's well, going to die a natural well, Why don't life. you wait for it to fall off the tree and then get it off the ground? Because See, that it way won't you didn't be right then. It won't be good anymore. It won't be life anymore. It won't be sustainable. It won't be. It won't be um, actually beneficial or oh, nourishing minute. at that well, point. You took- but, but see, you ain't you ain't catching what I'm saying. You ain't catching what I'm saying. I might you know you ain't catching what I'm saying. You ain't catching. You ain't catching. Sorry, you ever read inside the Bible the first place where in Genesis where it says for what the human being is supposed to eat? It said, "Let the fruit be your meat." That's the first dictate God handed out for man, at least according to uh, Genesis there. Uh, the early uh, see, I don't have my book, my number, and all that stuff, but I know you know that stuff, and it's real early why, on in Genesis. Get, I, I understand that, but why? But later okay. on, it went to other parts that you. But that's because man came, the white man. Well, let me just say, people. There were no white man. Uh, enemies. No, no enemies that were made. Enemies that was made. People on the planet that came later decided to do things differently. So hold on, what? So. <laughs> I ain't going to even get into that. It, why, why, how come we lived a thousand years in the beginnings? Why, why was we living a thousand years? Because we were obedient to ourselves. We were obedient to ourselves. Obedience. 
TikTok. Ain't nobody living. We lived no 800 thousand. years, 700 years, 400 years, 300 now, years. People were living hundreds and hundreds of years, man. No, sir. No, sir. Bro, come on now. Hold up. Now, you oh, said I, I believe in the Bible. I believe it, bro. I know damn well. See, that's that's literalism that people always want to blame the Hebrews and Israelites for. Man, y'all take that shit literal. And I'm telling, and listen to me as one Hebrew uh, Israelite that's telling you that's not literal, Doc. You have to, uh, that ain't no man walked around this goddamn planet for no thousand years. See, you have to understand metaphors and allegory and understand Methuselah things. Lived 969. Ain't nobody of no goddamn thousand years, Doc. Methuselah lived 969. Other people live 900 and some years and 800 and seven and six. Different hundreds when you of years. Read about, when you read about certain things in there, you read, okay, you read about name, you might see Canaan in there, right? That's, 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 it's said to be a person, right? And, and Canaan also is a tribe, right? Would you think that, that Canaan, that was a tribe, it tell you how long that tribe lasted? Oh, how long that tribe existed under that name? Instead of this person last, ain't nobody lived no goddamn thousand years. Old. Come on, bro. They had a baby. At You look at now how, hell, you get people in their 50s, they body falling apart. Now, you can imagine somebody a thousand goddamn years old. Come on, bro. Now we know damn we ain't nobody lad no thousand years old. See that's Bruh, I ain't I ain't I ain't literally mean a thousand years. I meant the last recorded or known person to live as long as they did was nine hundred and sixty nine years. The person that's called not, Methuselah. That's not literal, my brother. That's oh, not a okay. literal okay. thing. Nobody lived a thousand years. A lot of this stuff you deal with with <laughs> with tribes. These may be in a tribe. Or nation. How come Moses? How come Moses didn't have his first son till he was 150 years old? Okay. 150. He lived to be 150. Yeah, he lived. No, he lived to be 450. Moses. Yes. Moses lived 100. No, come on. 450. 450. Yeah. Oh, no, sir. All right, man. You gotta go do the knowledge, my brother. This person, I, I, I'm telling you, and, 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 and I'm telling you, that, that, I'm that, telling that, you too. Your seed, your seed can be there. And, and, no, brother, no, ain't nobody walk. Believe me, ain't, no, you don't have to believe me. No, don't please, don't believe me. Ain't nobody walked around here no right. four hundred goddamn years and then had no baby yes, at hundred and fifty fifty years old, bro. Ain't no goddamn way. Way, so old, way back, man. How old, is, how old is the planet? How old have, have humans been in existence? If them folk live that goddamn long, man, how long have people lived in existence? Well, you know, the planet been in existence on this planet. If they live very, that long. Very, very long time. So you're right, because you know what? There was a period of time when there was some real, real big people who was real big, and there was a whole, I'd say maybe, man, several Billions of years ago, these big old people was around, and they was building everything up and doing all kinds of stuff everywhere. Big old giant people. Big old, big old people. I'm telling you, they were like 30 feet tall. 30 feet tall, man. Come on, bro. (laughs) But that's why we really just tell everybody, put the Bible down. It ain't meant for everybody. Be honest. It's not meant for everybody. Be honest. I'm just going to be honest. Put Put that book down. It ain't meant for everybody. Uh-uh. No, because you don't understand 
context, you don't understand a lot of, you don't understand certain things that go on. Even when you talk about this, even when you go into the book of Genesis, you just mentioned Genesis, right? Or Bible sheet. Even when you go in there and it talked about God created this on that day, so-and-so, so-and-so. Brother, do you think there was actually somebody, that was not actual literal how it actually happened. I know that. It was 6,000 years. Like, for is this time, we don't know that. I mean, but just check it out, brother. That's that's why in Africa, people don't. They literally didn't damn know. People don't. That's it why you a, see. It was a day for a thousand years in God's eyes. In God's way, it was a, a day is a thousand years. Like again, a blink brother, of the eye. A blink you, of the eye. I know you look at different traditions. A lot of people had different traditions to tell how we got here. The comedic brothers and sisters and Kemet had a creation story, uh, uh, you know, by Geb, Noon, Atumre, and all of these mm-hmm. stuff. And men, uh, men, we're getting a lot of these names off the top of my dome, had creation stories, how we got here. Sumerian text had a story, how we got here. Just the Bible, just that, that, that Bible. I don't know what tradition it came from because they said Moses wrote it. Now, y'all, well, how Moses went there, it was like oral tradition that so-called Moses, they give, and it wasn't just Moses for me either. So now it was just supposed to have been that it was tradition that it's supposed to have been written down that he heard through oral tradition, whatnot, and how he got it. He just got the hey, He wasn't there like, well, man, God told me he wrote this down. It's like different things in tradition. Like, anyway, though, you have different, traditions man through all out through time that man have different stories about how we got here and tell stories about how we got here is it true no it's just man try to explain our existence we don't freaking know how we got here who the fuck was here who was here to tell you watch the thing in creation happen i would like to know that who was sitting here watching this God or nature create this thing and was jotting this shit down. Who was here? The devil. Man been trying to figure this question out for a long time. If it was how? How we got here? We wouldn't have the thousands upon thousands of of traditions or traditions. Some say you listen to the Dogon. They said they was created by the Nomos. They came from the star uh, uh, constellation Sirius. This person said we came from over um, here. We came from over here. So wasn't how, how did devil, wasn't it the devil, God, angel, the first one or something like that? And is he, he was that jealous can, of the that, God that, and wanted that, to get kicked out that and all this? That mythology, a mythological story just explaining some other things in nature and stuff. That don't mean that's true, what you say the devil and stuff. You know, and, and then we know that the devil could just be something of nature, a, a force, mm-hmm. a power, a energy. It, it's the nothing a literal person. It's like I said, you got to go again through different traditions. That's why I love you. When we talk about we African senator, we stand at, study goddamn African traditions, spiritual systems. Study African spiritual traditions and you will see. And, and I know we, we a lot of people, we hearken on one tradition because we know the Bible. Most of the people in here in America, especially in America, we know of the Bible. And we look at those traditions, but we never look at other traditions and see what they are saying. Because, you know, especially like you look at what they call Near East or Eastern traditions. And like, especially in, in, in the conscious community, that's why I, I like the brother Zion Lex, man. That brother, he keep it real with 1,000. 1, 
and he do his research. <laughs> he, he, he might he might say he's Israelite, but then one thing about it, the brother have learned to try to learn the language. He's looking into uh, the comedic culture, and that look at the one thing he show a lot of the similarities. That a lot of Slovakian brothers up here arguing about this and that. He showed the similarity and showed that we are kin folks, cousin. He showed this, yeah. like you might show you. And where he come from, show you about the cushion. See, see, that's what I'm saying. When people, man, sitting around here arguing over this ignorant ass shit that they be arguing about, come on, man. We wasting our fucking time. Like right now, and we talk about earlier starting off the show, we're seeing people who's not the indigenous people of those land that we call in Israel right now, the even the mm-hmm. Palestinians and Israel over there fighting over territory was not which was not originally theirs in the fucking first place. I mean we two bit over here arguing with each other and got a pot pissing and a winner to throw out of us and we arguing with each other over talking about no you not them people brother. No you ain't them people. When you got other people living in in our lands and I was in our lands that we mm-hmm. supposed to be owning right now. Supposed to be yep. uh ruling and and, 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 and and doing great things with it. And now, well, and we all know just to talk about we ain't this. See, that's why people be talking about reparations. That's why you never fucking get reparations in America. I'm sorry, y'all. I got to see it. That's why you'll never get it because you know why? You got people like saying, well, we from Africa. We came over here on the Atlantic slave ship. And then you got some more other knuckleheads out here. And I'm going to fucking say his name. Like Dane Calloway. I hear talking about some bullshit. No, the transatlantic <laughs> slave trade never happened. So the white man or whoever saying, well, you know what? These motherfuckers doing us a job. We ain't never got to goddamn it give them shit. Because they said they never came. Because we said we'd give reparations to the, those from the transatlantic slave trade. Those Africans came over here. And they saying they're not mm-hmm. from Africa. This fool got thousands, mm-hmm. probably millions of people listening to him. We ain't going to never give him shit because he denied he's African. They said he was already mm-hmm. over here. Contract is we're going to give reparations to the African, those of African descent. Not those with indigenous. So if they saying they indigenous, we ain't got to give them shit. And another thing, then he's trying to turn around and say, oh, Harry Tugman. Harry, you know, at first it was Nat Turner didn't exist. Harry Tugman didn't exist. All of it was bullshit. So we mm-hmm. are in our rightful place as we as so-called black Americans. And I won't blame it on black Americans. You don't hear that shit over in Africa. You don't hear the denial of Heritage, now it may be that the just like us in this yeah. fucking westernized society are doing over here in America. We turn well, each other down, not the piss in the window to throw out of. We trying to talk about we trying to find our identity, and then when somebody say, "Hey, I research and I think that we are these people," no, that's not who y'all are. So you start all back at scratch again. Like, well, fuck it then. Who are we then, bro? Who are we? Since you say we black ain't, brigades on Dame Callaway. I mean, I'm just saying it, it ain't just Dame Cat. That's everybody in the country community. You know, we say, well, you 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 you, you from Kemet? No, you ain't. You an Israelite? And then uh, no, you ain't no goddamn Israelite. Well, I'm from here. I'm from now. You ain't from that. Well, like, well, damn, bro, what the fuck? Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Not knowing where the fuck we from, mm-hmm. and everybody else are like, you know what? Why are they so busy arguing over there? Man, we living off the land. Hey, we saying about those people. We got all the resources. We got look look at them. How in Israel, they got whatever the resources they got. They got all the resources and all of these type of things. They colonize in Africa. They taking every fucking thing that we denied. I ain't no motherfucking African. But then you got the Europeans the, the over there, got the diamond mines, getting rich off of. 
Because we denying being Africans and all those resources over there. See, when you denying other shit, them motherfuckers over there living out who you supposed to claim, who you really were, they got your identity and living off of it. And, and everybody's dealing with them. Like I said, well, if they don't want to be these people, hey, That's we'll right. be we will be those people, like the Bible says, going to the Torah in the book of Deuteronomy said again, in Deuteronomy uh it talks about how that if we do certain things, we will be the lender and not the borrower. We will be the head and not the tail. Now we have become the fucking tail end of everything. Like you even looking in America, they talk about the so-called white folks have been the majority in this country. But they talk about now, hell, in what, 2030 or something, the Hispanics going to be at the top. So we've been at the top behind white folks and everybody else for a while. They still going to put us at the fucking back of the line. Because number one, we have to get back to shit and say, hey, man, look, I don't give a fuck if you the comedic brothers, stand up and be Kimmy. If you a Hebrew, stand up and be that. Listen, let's take all of our shit back. Let's take all of our shit back. So like I said, even in that conflict over there, we just tell, hey, man, all y'all bullshit. Ain't now one of y'all do. <laughs> Palestinian, y'all get the fuck out of our land. You Israel, you, you, you Ashkenazis, you Khazarians, y'all get the fuck out. Y'all, all of y'all imposters. That's our land. Y'all fighting to keep our fucking land. Just point blank. Until we do that, we still going to be sitting around here bullshit. And that's what we truly got. <laughs> we got to tear each other down. It's like right now what I'm saying. What I'm even saying about that. Why... Black folks should be having those type of arguments. So none of them should be having those. If they want to have disagreements and battles, they should be arguing with them motherfuckers like that on that. Hey, man. Well, all, all, all of this stuff, mm-hmm. all, all of these countries is, is the same thing. It's the same kind of history. So around 1200 that there, uh, those Palestinians came down in there, and that's when black people started leaving up out of there after they started fighting with them and then uh, lightening up the culture over there and everything. And then it's just one state, one state after the next, one country after the next. The invaders would come in and do the same thing throughout North Africa. So throughout all of North Africa, all you see is former places where black people used to call home a long time ago but it seems to be within the period of anywhere from 700 B, uh, 700 BC all the way up to 1200 AD is when these things started happening and continuing to happen so from the last time some of our people lived in their countries that you're saying we should come back and take over it's been hundreds and hundreds of years ago was the last time that uh, majority of black people lived in those places. So to us right now, it seems far-fetched for us to go back and claim Palestine and Israel and all that and tell them both to go home and, look, we this our shit. Like, you know, both of y'all is out of place. It's, it's been so long, we don't even have no idea. Uh, that's why I was dealing with the current situation or things that's happened in the last, perhaps, over maybe a hundred years or something like that to lead up to the takeover in Israel, to call it Israel and everything like that. But, you know, prior to that takeover, it was just called Palestine and the people that lived throughout the whole 
what you call Israel now, they call Palestine, and they lived and walked and went everywhere they wanted to go in their country. Now, that was because they had been there for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years when they kicked black people out. I hear you, brother, but that's like you want to give it to Palestine. You want to give it to the Palestinians. But I got to tell you, before the Palestinians, who were there? That was 800 years ago. It don't matter. It don't matter if it was, if, if it was yesterday. If, if I took your bike five years ago, I took your bike from you five years ago. It wouldn't matter how long ago it was. It was your bike. It don't matter how long ago I took your bike. That was your shit. That was your bike. So it's regardless. Of how long ago it was, they sure. So uh, you don't let the statute of limitation run out on what was yours. So I guess we could just no. stop all this shit and we could just stop all of this stuff right today then. Since 400 years ago or whatever people said with the slavery, we could just stop all this shit right now. And just, Fuck it. We Americans. There was, like like some people say, you get over it. Don't worry about what happened to y'all in the past, what they did to y'all. Just get over it. Don't talk about, you know, Africans. Y'all Americans right now. Uh-uh. Fuck that shit. The 400 years, that's, that's a long time ago. Get over but it. But look, you got to look at karma. Now, I look at karma the same way. Whatever's happening to the Palestinians, and 800 years ago from when they came and took over and claimed that place for theirs from the black people who was the original people of the land, and stole their land from up underneath their feet and treated them brutally and starved them out and kicked them out and brutalized them and, and raped them and pillaged them and tore up all of their properties and, and called them all kinds of names and stuff. Well, for the last 70 years or so, they've been getting a whole bunch of backlash from what karma was, what they probably did to our ancestors a long time ago. So we finally came back to uh, deal with their children's children's children. That would put, you know, what their forefathers had did to our people, maybe that's some of the stuff that's coming back on them, coming in, killing them, and all this stuff. It could be just karma, not no, just my it, opinion. It's not, you're right. Historically, you got to go back to the Romans. You got to go back to the Romans. The Edom, what they call Edomites, or the Akatum, uh, Akatum. You got to go back to the Romans because... Again, when you know the history and you hear way back in before 70 A.D. with Titus Vespasian, where they went in and the original black Israelites or black people in them that was in Jerusalem when the Romans came in and took over. So it goes way back before the so-called Palestinians or the Arabs. It was the Romans. Go back to them. It was them. And that's why you had blacks who say that they were scattered. If you ever read... Um, What's my good brother, uh, um, uh, Rudolph Windsor, his book from Babylon to Timbuktu, he goes into that history. And not just him, but some other people. I'll just give you that, that book for example. He goes into that. Mm-hmm. And that was the pastor I bought this book. Um, I forget his name, Theron. It's a, uh, uh, Blacks in the Bible uh, who wrote a book. And even here, this Christian pastor even has it in there, has the history laid out in there. It was the Romans who did it. Who went in, ransacked it, and took over? Like I said, Titus Vespasian in 70 A.D. That's how you get the so-called a lot of the, uh, uh, the children of Israel who's in West Africa. This history is documented that that went in gotcha. into West Africa. So, and then that's why I said, man, watch that documentary. I got to finish watching it. And even in that book, I told you, man, who was Esau? Who was Edom? Right? 
And that was a Christian European. I'm going to say it. It was a Christian European who wrote this book, Who is Esau? Who is Edom? He goes into the, and, you know, it actually put him on the, uh, um, what you call it, man, Anti-Defamation League. I think that was what it was. Oh, um, man. Got him on there as the hate crime because he wrote this book against the so-called Jews. And also, I tell y'all again, the 13 tribe by Arthur Kessler, they tell you the whole history, how they got there and how they invaded, how they try to use this whole propaganda about they the children of Israel, how they use this Jewish thing, the Zionist thing. And, and 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 they try to say how they use that, and they got the whole Christian world bagging them because they just lying and say we Church of Israel. And in history, even tells you, like I said, you can just look on the Encyclopedia, Encyclopedia Britannica and look up the Khazarians, and it tell you how they converted. When you look up the even in the Bible, when you look up talking about uh, uh, not Pontius Pilate, but Herod, Herod was. Mm-hmm. We call it an Edomite or a Dumian. He converted what they call converted or apostolized to what we say our culture. It wasn't religion, but to their culture. And now the Jews, now they have something called Judaism, which they made a religion. So we got to understand the whole context of it. They made it a religion, but they took on, they seen a customary way that a people were living and they took on that way, and they made so-called a religion out of it, but they took the customs and stuff. But well, they, how they is t- this, though? <laughs> I was going to say, how is this, Sunray? Now, you got Israel, and then surrounding Israel, you know, you got different countries who are basically Arabs, right? So you got Jordan and Syria and, uh, you know, Egypt and all these countries that are right around, and then even countries behind those countries, everybody kind of looks the same. But then in Israel, it's like only this white little speck, this is like a white speck, and then everybody else looks like an Arab. And then it's just this one little small country or a little small island, a place, little small place, and it's surrounding this little bitty place that these white people who have came in there and want to claim there are no other white people anywhere nearby, you know, that make them look like they really fit in right there. Because everybody else is an Arab in the whole area. Egypt, Saudi Arabia, Jordan, Syria, Libya, Egypt. Well, I said Egypt already. But those are the countries that surround or are close to Israel. The closest white country uh, would be really like Turkish people or look kind of more European white. And then the country that's white, that's the closest to Israel, would be Greece, kind of far away still. But everybody else around, everybody look like an Arab except for Israel people. They look like they white people who came in there and don't really belong. They are European. That's why I say you when you gotta do the research. That's why I'm throwing out names to research. They are the merging people that's in there. You got the Khazarians, uh Khazars from the Khazarian Mountains. They all from Kharkiv. Damn. You got you got the Ashkenazi. Or you, even you get the uh, Sephardines. Sephardines are from Spain. You look at they call mm. themselves Sephardine 
Jews, Sephardic Jews. They are from Spain. All of them Europeans. They are European. That's why they say they are European Jews. Hitler mm-hmm. know this shit. Go and read some shit that Hitler was saying about them. Mm-hmm. They knew they were who they were. That's why I said, again, even when you say the Arabs, where did they come from? Originally, where did, where did those people come from? Turkey. Ottoman Empire. That, yeah, but the Ottoman Empire, they, and they using this term called Arabs from a you know, place they renamed, or they call it the Arabian Peninsula. Who, you know, so it, 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 all these people came in, man, and who took on the names and shit and changed it. And, and they, they, but they all migrated from somewhere else. The original people of all of those lands are not primarily there anymore. And which you know who I'm no, talking about. The right. people are us. The, no, the original yep. nomadic, most of the better ones you will see, talking about better ones were black people. Original so called, we want to say Arabs, were black. Yep. Again, man, I, say, I give a shout out to good brother Zion Lex, man, who he, he's showing and proving. That I like this brother's scholarship. He's not being biased on a lot of stuff. He's showing a lot of stuff, and he's showing if some of these conscious people would pay a, just take the time and stop the bullshit they sell and look because he's showing a connection between all of us. He's showing that African connection from the Kushite Word. all the way yep. up to Samaria, back down into what y'all are calling Kim, and he's showing that connection. If we move, we might move, we might start over here and with our tribe and calling ourselves one thing over here, then we go somewhere else and set up another empire. We might start calling ourselves something over here. Then we come back over here and we trade and with our brothers over here, and they might, you know, copy a little something or not copy something. Or like, damn, I like how y'all built them cigarettes. You know, hey, we're going to build something too. We're going to call it Pyramid. And he's even showing you, uh-huh. you know, he's even showing the, what they call the Step Pyramid of uh, a Sincare. I hope I'm saying that. Sincare from Zosa and showing how mm-hmm. there was ziggurats in so-called Mesopotamia or Samaria before that was even built. But it still does it take away and say fuck it because they were first. It still were kinfolk. It still That's were right. kinfolk cousins who was doing it. So we gotta stop this ignorant ass shit. And excuse me, y'all, I got to put it like that. Stop this <laughs> ignorant ass shit of, of in this West. And I think, man, we worse than fucking white folks when it come down to this shit. Stop this arguing with each other, man, because of what? We were kinfolk, brothers. Come, I got kinfolks in Chicago and all these places. They doing something different than me right now. They doing something totally different than what we used to do when they was living down here in Memphis. They did having a different custom, a different style. Do they, are they my enemy? Are they, I'm, I'm not related to them now because they moved to Chicago? Just because they doing something different, use different terminologies, their slang is a little different, their language and... No, them still my kinfolk, man. So we have family reunion. We gonna kick it. We we cousin. We family. We sharing information. We glad to see each other. And you even look in the Bible a lot of times. The Bible, you see why that the Hebrews were going back and forward in the Egypt. You might say, well, they had them in slavery for one year. Abraham, notice Abraham, right? He kicked it with the Pharaoh, Solomon. Now, Solomon, this after the so-called bondage in Egypt. Solomon, was he married one of Pharaoh's daughters. Wait a minute. Why would you marry a motherfucking daughter, dude, that just had your folks in slavery? Because it wasn't really like y'all think about that slavery. There are some things 
I got this. Uh, this is a great work, man. This Bible. I mean, it's um, it was a black historic. I mean, black Christian theologians, and along with some of the Hebrews that that uh did this. They had a Bible, right? It's called the Original African Average African. I got to do this another day. I probably do this another day because we're about to run out of time. The Original African uh-huh. Harry Study Bible. This is Encyclopedia Concordance. It ain't like that motherfucking Zen the van with all them white folks be translating what they saying. I love this here because it's it's from our true history of how they break stuff down and tell you like that the Canaanites were totally black. But anyway, it'll tell you like how even going in with Joseph and stuff that like this. It tell you how a lot of those people, um, like even the Israelites or whatever, they sold well not sold they do. Due to certain situations and things that was happening, they, as we would say, allowed themselves to go into servitude. And out of, the Bible might have, this book might have slavery, but going into servitude and agreed to work for a certain time and things of this nature. So a lot of that was happening because, hey, man, it was like Egypt, man, was like New York City at the time. That's why all the jobs, that's where the work was. You needed some work, hey, when shit happened in your Hey man, let's go to New York. Let's go to Egypt, man. I like how you said that, man. They building, <laughs> they building the Empire State Building, you know, called the, uh, 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 you know, one of them pyramids. Hey, bro, yeah. let's go over there. We, we can make some money in Egypt. Let's go on over there. So that's what right. a lot of this is going on, man. So we really, when you like I said again, when you really know how to start learning how to do research and stop listening to some of these knucklehead ass scholars out here, so called scholars, and they have fucked a lot of our people up. Excuse me, y'all. They have. They have divided us like the country community started doing. They have, and it wasn't like it wasn't. Like, it's just like when we look at slavery, more atrocity was that it was, y'all. I'm not trying to make it light, but you look at it was a business, and I know they sound harsh like a motherfucker, but it it, it was a business. <laughs> but even when you look at that, even with with went into what happened into the so-called Hebrews going into slavery, when you really find out about what what really was going on, it wasn't like. How did they get that? Did nobody go and snatch them up and round them up like we talked about the transatlantic slave trade? Wasn't nobody going into Canaan land or in, in what y'all call Israel now, running over there, grabbing no Hebrews and putting them in no goddamn slavery, no shackles and no chains? It didn't happen nope. like that. Nope. It didn't happen like that. So even the Hebrews don't be genuine, man, when they're trying to tell y'all this history. You've got a lot of disingenuous-ass people out here when it come down to it. I'm going to tell you, here in the West, we mess ourselves up. We actually lie to our own people to sell people fucking books, sell people DVDs, and all of that go around the country. So the, so the Negro don't want a job. He don't really run away. He wants to just sell you some fucking information. You damn it can get off any, anywhere on the Internet and just say, hey, I'm a scholar now. And I'm telling you, it's a lot of bullshit. So a lot of this shit, man, I'm telling y'all, I had to damn near start to uh, erase my data bank in my head from a lot of shit I've learned. Yeah. A lot of stuff I'm really seeing, bro, when I read a lot of this stuff my own self and find the right books and find the right encyclopedias and just basic stuff. I'm like, wait a minute, bro. Wait a minute. And it'd be like, I had to do the same thing. This shit don't say that, man. What the hell are they getting? It? And it'd be something simple and plain in a dictionary, something that you ain't even looked up because you, you trusted this person on the internet or whatever, this scholar, because he's the big name in the community. Everybody uh, verify this scholar. But when you look at it like said, bro, that shit don't say that, man. Come on, man. But I doubt you. Yep. <laughs> yeah, man. You make some good points, man. The conscious community. 
you know, and all that going back and forth stuff is something that just keeps us at each other's neck for no reason. We don't need to be talking like that. We should be talking yep. about things that bring us together and not things that keep us divided. That's okay. why when I said to you about the religion thing, like, you can have your religion, but when we come in together and we're trying to get together and unite your religion to the side, like Malcolm X said, and come to the table and see what we can do in unison with each other. Instead of talking about religion, we should be talking about what we can do to accomplish something or to have a goal that we can achieve together without having any conflicts of interest dealing with religion or our religious philosophies. You can feel however you want. You can think whatever you want. You can have God or you can be an atheist. It shouldn't matter if we can unite and come together and do what our forefathers did, our foremothers, when they came together and treated each other with respect and they was able to get things done, start businesses, create jobs for each other and create all kinds of opportunities for each other. When we talk about Black Wall Street, I see Black Wall Street all over the country. When when I was a little boy and segregation had, was just still coming to an end and all that stuff, and it was still black folks having a black town and having black restaurants and black uh, stores and everything. And so like after the 70s, all that stuff came to an end. But during the 70s, we still had a lot of that. We would travel to Kentucky. I had only went to Kentucky one time, but it was a black town, had black stores in the town, black restaurants in the town. It was a small town, but it was ran by black people. They had their own homes, black communities, nice homes, well-kept, clean, no trash everywhere. People treated each other with respect. Same thing when I went to Cleveland when I was a young man. Same thing. They had it together. They had nice homes. It was clean. People was respectful. They had the different communities that had different jobs, and people went and patronized the cleaners and um, the restaurants. And there was even shops where you could go buy wigs. I remember my mom went and bought a wig, one of them Afro wigs one time. It was from it was a black store. I remember the person that owned it. It was a black person. All in Georgia, down in Augusta, all these towns was black towns ran by black people. I remember going through these towns when I was young, before the 80s and through the 80s. And you can see the further in time we got, we started to not have those places that we used to have, those home restaurants, mom-and-pop shops, and little uh, stores that we had in the community, whether it was a candy store or whatever kind of store. It was ran by black people. All in the 80s, all throughout the 70s, we still had our stuff. And we were still treating each other like people should treat each other, like family or like people who um, are in your race that you're supposed to look after and take care of and make sure everybody's all right. And then, you know, people would talk to the children and give them a little something as far as like – 
to to make them uh, do something proper or do something straight. Like today, I was coming home and I was walking past the store, and the children came out two, seven, eight years old, nine, whatever they are, came out the store, and they tore open their bag. Uh, whatever it was, and threw the bag on the ground. And then the other bag that had the product in it, he threw that on the ground as I was approaching. And then I looked at them. I said, hey, you, you, I said, the trash can is right there, y'all. And then he looked at me, and he picked up the trash, and he walked over. I said, see, it's just right. There's two trash cans right there, and you're just going to come out the store and just drop your trash right on the ground. So they picked it up, and it was a quick lesson, and I kept it moving. They kept it moving. They, I, I feel that they learned something from that when I told them, hey, man, you know, however I said it, I can't say it the same way right now, but whatever I said, it was like, um, you know, you want to keep the uh, keep the uh, area nice or keep it, you know, whatever it was. I can't remember what I said, but it worked out, and I do believe they got the lesson from that. Another thing, I was on the basketball court the other day and this three-year-old was trying to shoot the ball I didn't know he was three yet but he's trying to shoot the ball and he's shooting like Steph Curry but he just can't get the ball up it's 10 feet you know where he's gonna make that ball go up over the, up to the 10 feet and he's trying his hardest and I'm like wow this kid really wants to make this shot I said come here man and he, he walked over to me right and I said stand right here you want to make this shot and he, he stood right on right in front of the goal and I said, this is what you got to do. You got to underhand shoot it, underhand shoot it. So I did it first. I showed him how to do it. I put it down, and I underhand pumped it two or three times. Then I flipped it up there, and it, my, my shot went right in. I said, that's all you got to do. You flip it up there like that. So then I gave him the ball. He stood right there. He counted three. I said, say one, two, three, and flip it up there. And he did that, and it flipped it up, and it flipped right in. And it was amazing. And I said, that's what I'm talking about. And then his mama was over there sitting on the uh, on the bench. And she said, what happened? I said, he just made his first shot in his life. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I know we got over on the uh, Empire. Well, I said on the Empire. Goddamn. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All the blogs. It's not recording. Oh, okay. Man. We can get ready to go off there, man. You want to talk to you. Uh, it, it got over. Yeah. And, and I tell people, like, too. I gotta start. I gotta start making sure I catch this because on the talk show, blog talk. I mean, it only gonna let us record the three hours. And but talk show, if y'all listen to it, maybe on Apple, uh, iHeartRadio. If I'm doing a talk show, which I'm recording now too, you will still get all that overtime past three hours. Only on blog talk that you only get into three hours. And I can't. You won't even let me upload the other part on that. I just get three hours, but. Uh, talk show, which is always distributed on iHeartRadio. Um, did I put it on TuneIn? No, TuneIn. No, TuneIn Radio. That's that's that feed is coming through. Um, it's kind of slow sometimes. Then it, it yeah, makes so you get, start yeah, over a lot. So to get the uh, over three hours, you have to listen to it, listen to it through uh, iHeartRadio is the best. And iHeart, yeah, listen to it. iHeart is the you, best. You get your uh, uh, over. But I want to throw out yeah. this right fast. I want to throw out this right fast. Now, for far as religion is, again, would divide us, I would say that is a westernized 
are westernized. And I would say it's a later westernized concept that we have, that religion is what divides us. Because, again, if we go back into Africa again in, in times, you civilization or what we call religion, civil your politics, your religion is a part of your culture. You ain't got no you ain't uh, you ain't got no culture if you ain't got no religion. You look at them. Go again, y'all. Look at all of them. I gotta use Play that Egypt. part where Malcolm X said. I understand what he said, but that's a westernized concept that we getting in. I know what I said, westernized concept. But you go and look at every and and and, and just look at you ain't gotta I take it back. You, you can stay in America. Look at how religion helped our people get to where they were there. Look at all these religions. What, what, for a matter of fact, what was Malcolm's religion? What was Malcolm's religion? The organization Islam, he was with. Muslim. Islam. What, what was his, that's it. What religion? What 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 group was he was with? The Nation of Islam, the Moor Science Temple, basically like Muslims. He ain't never claimed the Moorish Temple. He only claimed the nation of Islam. Come out, Malcolm. I'm not talking about Malcolm. Black Muslim movement. Organizations, all these movements in America have been based. They've been some kind of like a movement, but they've been like religious type movements in America that have did things to push our people forward here in America, even the church. So that's why I'm saying, Mm -hmm. even when you go back to historical time and just looking even in Africa, all of these things, these civilizations that we talk about, Kimmy, all the time. Just look at the greatness of Kimmy did when they had a religion like a mother sucker all up through there. It's just today in our westernized uh, mindset that we have today, we don't want to deal with spirituality. We don't want to deal with as we call religion. Get rid of. They call my eye a way of life though, not a religion. I'm just using religion, and 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 you really look at what the look at the real word of religion, not these what these goddamn so-called scholars telling y'all again. That's why I said, and, and I, none of me, get technical, but you when you really look at what they call religion, uh, again, as Africa, it's just today, our none we want to be so-called African, but we really not being African. Look at the African over there; they ain't got no problem with so-called spirituality religion over in Africa, do they? What name me a, 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 a atheist country in Africa? A non, a atheist fucking country over in Africa? I'll be waiting. But the thing again is, <laughs> you look and then you and you look at our condition here in America. Look at our condition when we were growing up through slavery. How people they had spirituality or a so-called religion. They did. They faith made them do stuff, brother. It moved us to fight for our freedom and everything in America. And just look at it again. And I know some people are going to disagree, but that's fine. But when you look at our conditions today and how we are taking on the ways, all these homosexual ways and all this other shit that we weren't doing because now remember now when grandmama them were making problem had you going to church and instilling certain things in you based around their religious belief. You weren't doing all this bull crap that you we were doing. But now look at us. If we don't throw religion in the garbage or throw God or whatever you want to call it in the garbage, look at our condition. I didn't say that. I said don't bring it to the table when we're trying to do conduct business. But nobody said that. That we See, that's the problem. But see, here's the problem with, with, with America. I mean, what we're doing today, you can't even be have a religion. You figure, like, these guys, when they say that, right, and look at the people who say it. Most of them say they don't believe in God. Who's saying that? They don't believe in the concept of a God who's saying this. 
They don't they if you they don't even want to link up with you if you with the nation of Islam or you with this group. They don't want to deal with you. You got to be like they and, and and really you don't even know what the fuck they are because they are, they say they teaching one thing and they ain't, they ain't even a part of those traditions that they say they are. Again, a lot of people will come together when when, when incidents like like some of the functions you go to, y'all come together. And no matter what people's spiritual things like, I know you 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 participate in a lot of functions. Probably a lot of y'all from a different like spiritual way of life or religion. Mm-hmm. Y'all together. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't my religion. It's like a, a good cause y'all come to. Mm-hmm. So you can come together. We are doing it. We, a lot of people we are already doing it. But I bring in religion. You go to them, but you don't know what these people religion are. Uh, like you go to work for people, they don't. You don't know what they fucking religion. You come together. Hey man, we got to do this job. So it ain't a problem with religion. It's just some of these knuckleheads say this shit, but we ain't got no problem. <laughs> Hell, how a million men, all them million men that went to the million man march, all the one with the nation of Islam. I'll Farrakhan have a lot of people that follow him that ain't even in the nation of Islam. Be willing to kill and destroy for Farrakhan. <laughs> and in the nation of Islam. So religion is a damn. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.